you're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. And we say top of the Tuesday morning to each and every one of you. Forgive me, but shut up. You're acting like a baby. Whoa, that's a little harsh to say this morning. Let's get weird! We could do that. We could do uh, We could do that. G'day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Uh, we could put a shrimp on the barbie. That's perfectly fine by me. Time now is officially... It's now 6.08 a.m. 6.08 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show. Good Tuesday morning to you. is the time. It's a the Get Up and Go show minus one. Yes, G has the morning off, and to my left, under the spotlight, boom, the lovely and talented Bonnie Ashley. And just the two of us, Evan. We yes. can make it if we try. We I can- should have played that song by Grover Washington Jr. Yes. Just the two of us. Maybe I'll do that next hour. Some Moody Blues sounds good this morning, yeah. though. And, you uh-huh. know, the way you have it, um, lights nicely dimmed in here. We're, yeah. we're just kind of like in the zone again. It feels like um, it's weird because... When I'm in here with you and it's dark and you play Moody Blues, I mm-hmm. kind of forget that it's a June morning. It feels more like a a September or Octoberish kind of morning. It when... just kind of puts you in the mood. Yeah. Kind of like uh, like this does. That's my Zen music. So you need this for when you're doing your massages. Come lay down on my table as I relax you. And put you into a deep trance. With my effleurage. Yes. Let me go get my loofah. <laughs> <laughs> what is an effleurage? Effleurage is what's like an effleurage? It's like a certain uh, stroke that you use oh, in okay. massage. It's a method method with, that you do nice and uh, soft stroke oh. uh, with your hands. Um, I like to do it uh, across the. Across the calf area oh. on your legs. All right, let me nice, pl- plop uh, my eff- leg on the table and will you effleurage me this <laughs> It doesn't sound right. People are going to wonder. They're going to start thinking, wow, they're doing weird stuff in the studio this morning. That music you had right there was nice and soft. That's the kind of yeah. music I could have used to put me um, back asleep last night. After oh, the- man. Lightning. Talk about a light show last night. Wow. My, my God. <laughs> Did you see that? That was scary. We woke up to our um, alarm nearly sounding off because uh-huh. uh, the, it must have hit. It must have hit the window out by the street, and yeah. all of a sudden, that alarm half sounded. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I didn't want to hear that loud mm-hmm. shrieking noise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, and then lightning bolts across the sky. 
I saw the uh, alerts were coming across the TV last night, like around 7 o'clock, severe thunderstorm warnings, this, that, and the other. You know, I mean, it's summertime. Things like that's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's going to be another one of these. And then all of a sudden, like, thunder hit, and the house shook. And I'm like, wow, this crap's getting real. Yeah. I mean, that was like the most wicked uh, lightning storm I've seen yeah. in a while. I've come through some really... Um Kind of severe ones, too, coming home between Palm mm-hmm. City and Port St. Lucie on yeah. the Turnpike, where these uh, lightning strikes across the sky get really freaky. And then I get that weird sort of feeling when I have to go underneath the uh, the picture thing of the when you're on the Turnpike, where yeah. it snaps oh, the, that the, um, picture of you and there's lightning out there. Yeah, yeah. It, That's a, taking a, a photo of you. Do you have a sun pass, by the way? I do. Finally, you got one. <laughs> I remember you didn't have one for the longest time. And, you know, they've been uh, pretty nice. I've been getting these toll credits once in a while. Yeah, too. because you use because you use SunPass often. So when you use it often, you'll get toll credits. Yeah. Because I use it every morning coming down here. Yeah. And it's nice to see that once yeah. in a while. They reward you. You get some relief like that. They sure do. But, man, we had one hell of a light show last night. <laughs> I'm like, who needs all my DJ lights? <laughs> you just open up the window and, boom, you got a light show. I mean, that stuff was um, getting scary. It was serious. I mean, I showed you my doorbell cam from last night. It it was so intense that it set off the motion sensor on my doorbell cam. Yeah. That it gave me an alert. Oh, That's you, what I showed you. You know what it would have been cool? If you would have still had your Christmas decorations set up out there. Because they would have all lit up like... Yeah. Or blown up. Kind of like... One of the two. <laughs> Lord, everybody keeps asking me, you going to do it again this year? Are you going to do it? And I'm like, yeah. I'll probably do the decorations, but the the parties are done. Yeah. After all the COVID stuff that happened out of my house in December, everybody catching COVID. And I know where it came from. I got down to the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and I found out where I got I got right down to the bottom of it. I did my investigative work, and I found out who was the culprit. There was probably a person there with um, COVIDs that didn't even have the symptoms, probably didn't even know they you- had COVID, nailed right? It. Yeah. You, na- you nailed what it. What can you do? Until they got were feeling ill the next day. And I, I went around to everybody and talked to everybody that got COVID. And I found out who the culprit was. And it was one of my kids' friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, how you dare you invite somebody over? <laughs> you don't like know. That. But, you know, to put on a big party like you did, that's got to be draining anyway, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Because the wife gets overwhelmed. I'm sure. Not only are you probably, you're worried about having the house so clean and perfect mm-hmm. and, and the food has to be right. Yeah. And then it's um, the mingling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that takes energy. You know, Bonnie, I got to tell you, you bring up a good point. Because you want to be a good host and you want to be a good hostess. And see, my wife doesn't like when I do things like that because she gets really overwhelmed. She doesn't like large groups of people. And as you saw from being there, we had a large amount of people. A lot of people. So now I have to go around and play host and hostess. And go around and greet everybody. And trying to talk to 50 to 75 people in the course of just a one or two hour span. Because not everybody comes and stays for three hours. It's like, whoa. 
So that's where I get the idea, okay, let me bring copious amounts of food in, and then that'll just fill everybody's mouth and nobody wants to talk. Well, that just didn't work. But you as the host, Evan, you got and you, and Rachel too, you mm-hmm. kind of have to, you know, like you said, walk around and mingle, yeah. talk to everybody, yeah. and, and really keep everybody yeah. happy. And that takes energy from yeah. you. One thing I won't do, though. I will never, ever, and I've never done it in all the years that we've done parties because this was the 11th year, is I will not serve liquor or alcohol or anything like that at my parties because I don't want to be responsible for, God forbid, somebody getting in an accident or getting a DUI going home. Yeah. I don't want to be responsible. If you bring something to to consume at my home mm-hmm. that's on you somebody brought something there and we they had did. a little bit of somebody's uh, little something mm-hmm. i think it was wine it, yeah it was a good wine yeah in so, fact i think scott or or, or one of my buddies brought uh, a little bit of wine and that's fine you want to bring your own wine that's fine you can do that but i am not serving you i don't want to be liable i don't blame you because you, you just never know yeah um, Did people get stupid at parties like that? Yeah, he, they just you know free liquor. Oh, I'm okay. I'm drinking. I'm going to consume Apollo's liquor. Yeah. So, Bonnie, yesterday I went and had lunch somewhere. I'm not going to name the place because the place is a great place to go for lunch. But I'm going to set the scenario and tell you what happened. Is this one of those customer service um, stories again? N- well, where you no. Run into- had nothing to do with. The people behind the counter. Okay. The people behind the counter were phenomenal. They were great. The customer service, great. The people that wait on you, they were great. Good, good. But it's what happened in the restaurant. And again, I'm not going to mention, you know which one it is because I told you off air. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to mention, but I got to tell you I'm the story. I'm not even going to give the first initial of no, the restaurant. No, we won't say it begins, with, it begins with a Z. No, I'm just kidding. So anyway, so I go in and I order my food. Now, notice I said food. I didn't say what kind of food. Yeah. Because I don't want to allude to the place. I sit down and in comes a woman. She must have been 24, 25 years old. She had on a hoodie and panties. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. Are you sure it wasn't yes. like a swimsuit? No. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, people she try walked, to get a, might try to get away with that. She walked right by me, and you can tell a woman's pair of underwear from a swimsuit. Yeah. yeah. You can. It's very noticeable. Oh, my goodness. She had on a hoodie and panties <laughs> inside yeah. ordering food yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is this woman doing out yeah. in her underwear and a hoodie? What time of day was it? It was 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, good grief. Because that's when I went to go get a bite to eat. 2.30 in the afternoon in a hoodie and panties Ooh. inside the restaurant ordering takeout food. She might have just rolled out of bed from. It looked too like much she rolled out of the bed night, of, night before. It, it looked like she'd been run over by a Mack truck or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. You know, I don't mean to shame, but you know, put some pants on for gosh sake. Yeah, I I can't okay. remember a time recently Ooh. where I saw. You know, I don't even see the kids much anymore with the pants falling yeah. down. I, I don't know if that's um, that. unless I'm just not looking. Yeah, you're not it's still a thing. Maybe not going to the right place. They wear them halfway down their their 
their butt crack. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, and then here's the other one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here's the other one. Now, Bonnie, I am all for a woman breastfeeding her baby in public. I have no problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. It's a natural, beautiful thing. It is truly a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't stare. I don't look. If I see it out of the corner of my eye, okay, it's a beautiful thing. The baby's getting nourishment. I have no problem with there that. There you if, go. If you don't want to put a little, I call it a schmata, whatever you want to call it, over yourself to cover, uh, that's a, fine. A schmata, yeah, it's a you Jew- call it? It's a Jewish word. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. So if you, you don't want to put a little blankie or something over you when you're yeah. feeding, and if you just want to do it and, you know you're comfortable with it, that's fine. I'm not against that at all. But in the same restaurant that this woman had <laughs> panties on in a hoodie, oh, wow. there's this woman sitting that, that ordered that ordered food Yeah. Okay, to go. <laughs> she has a bathing suit top on oh. Okay, and a pair of short shorts, and the baby must have been 10 months old, 11 months old. Yeah. And the baby is... She just added, just out of the clear blue, mm. standing while she's ordering the food, just goes wham, and both of them, My she exposed both of her breasts, <laughs> both standing in the line. Yeah, and she's alternating. There's no shame. <laughs> no, there was no shame. She was a body. This, this is no joke. She was alternating oh left and right with the baby. She had the baby here. Oh. She go here. And then yeah. she'd take the baby off and bring the baby to this side. Were she people, kept them both out. Were people staring or trying not to stare? Or How could look? you not stare? And what kind of looks were did? Were you seeing any looks? It on? was more so the looks of the people behind the counter <laughs> yeah. taking her food order. They didn't know what the heck to do. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, Bonnie, she's alternating. Should we go to breast A or breast B? I'm oh, like, okay. Truly. That's um, and it, I'm sitting oh. down. I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm trying not to laugh yeah. because it's it's just hilarious. There is a time and a how place. She's juggling, yeah. yeah. And again, I'm. I don't get me wrong, Bonnie. I am all for breastfeeding. Yeah, I am. It's a it's a beautiful <laughs> thing, but just the way she was doing it, she was just slinging the baby from side to side, <laughs> to the left one, to the right one, to the left, to the right. I'm like, lady, make your mind up, please. Just the poor child. Just when he's getting going, he's you're switching sides on him. <laughs> so did you oh uh, did you order what you went in to order? Well, did you I ordered make... first. This happened you're... after I ordered. Oh. Oh, okay, but yeah. and then were you able to eat? Was your appetite still there? Or oh, yeah. Did it turn foul? No, it didn't turn foul, <laughs> but it was just a show. It was. I I wished I would have known. I, I wished I would have thought and to to because I I wanted to videotape it and show you just how funny it was. Yeah. <laughs> and it was oh, my it gosh. was hilarious to see this woman working both sides. <laughs> she just kept going and going oh. and go, like no shame ordering. I'll have one of those and one of those and yeah. you know she's got one arm under the baby and the phones are lighting up this morning on this topic. Um hi good morning you're on the air. Sounds like you're a sucker for breastfeeding. Oh god, John, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's uh, you know it's uh, habit forming. It's addictive. You know that, right? Uh, I guess for a child it is, but not for me. Oh, oh no, no, no! Uh, did you hear the story about the fellow who got a phone call? Said his ex-wife uh, 
was in an accident and she's deceased and they wanted him to come down and identify her. Go ahead. I'm waiting for the punchline, John. Well, when he got there, uh, the medical examiner pulled his sheet down and the guy starts screaming and crying and he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. So the fellow says to him, gee, he says, the two of you must have really loved each other. He said, no. He said, we hated each other. He said, she made my life miserable. Mm-hmm. The guy says, well, what's all the crying? What's all this? He said, well, that's not my wife. All right, John. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. Well, whoever was calling on the other line, um, please call back. I'm sorry I didn't get to your call. Gosh. I have hit on a boy. I hit a. I've hit on a subject this morning. Good morning. You're on the radio. Well, maybe that lip, the baby wanted a milkshake. <laughs> Charlie. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. So what do you think? The baby wanted a milkshake. He was all shook up. Hey, all, all shook, up. shook up. She could have offered him one cool. instead. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think you should have started playing. It's all shook up. Yeah, that's that that's a good baby one. Was getting shook up. Yeah, that that's that's, that's that, Charlie. Thank you for your call. God love you. Uh, I, remember, I remember. I remember. Radio one used to say before we would go out to a remote. Uh, let's kiss some hands and shake some babies. Oh, instead of kiss babies and shake hands. Yeah, yeah to it, you do it vice versa. Yeah. yeah. 624, we are off to a running start. We just don't know if we want to be on the left side or the right side this morning. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Anyway, Bonnie has the morning headlines. Uh, Bonnie's at the news desk. Take it away, Bonnie. Thank you, Evan. The U.S. Coast Guard is continuing its search and rescue mission for a missing submersible craft operated by a company that takes tourists to sites of the Titanic's wreckage. According to the Coast Guard, the submersible carrying at least five people failed to return to the surface on time this past weekend after an eight-day voyage to the shipwreck, leading Coast Guard out of Boston along with Canadian authorities to conduct a search. The company, Ocean Gate Expedition, said in a statement it was exploring all options in their search and rescue efforts and that it was receiving assistance from several government agencies and other deep-sea companies to try and reestablish contact with the vessel. A Treasure Coast member no longer is on the Water Management Governing Board. Jackie Thurlow Lippich's term on the South Florida Water Management District ended on Monday. WPTV's John Shaman with the story. Algae-laden water from Lake Okeechobee laps up against the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam in Martin County. A few years ago, this water would likely have already made its way towards the St. Lucie River. It was like, open the gates and let it go. Jackie Thurlow Lippish has spent the past four years on the governing board of the South Florida Water Management District and credits improved relations with the Army Corps of Engineers. They don't dump unless they, they, they feel like there's no alternative. These things are new. Thurlow Lippish, a former mayor of Sewell's Point, will now have to advocate once again as a private citizen. I want to be on the governing board. I'm good at it. Um, I'm dedicated. I, I love it. Her reappointment to the board by Governor Ron DeSantis was not confirmed by the state Senate. 
and her term ends now. It's extremely frustrating to me. We reached out to the office of Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo to ask why. A spokeswoman told us Thurlow Lipish's comments during a February 2022 governing board meeting played a role. Oh well, we're God, you're not. We're in Tallahassee. Thurlow Lipish was objecting to a Senate bill championed by then-Senate President Wilton Simpson that critics contended would have undermined years of Everglades restoration progress. The current Senate president spokeswoman added to state at a public meeting that legislators who were elected to represent their constituents think they are God was inappropriate and disrespectful in the view of President Pasadomo. I learned what I had said that um, was not appreciated and I apologize for that. That bill passed the 2022 legislature but was vetoed by the governor. For Thurla Lippish, she would love to serve in her old position again. But if not her, someone else who can advocate for the St. Lucie estuary. We are the primary outlet historically for Lake Okeechobee. We are the smallest little river that is getting the worst amount of problems. John Shaman, WPTV. News Channel 5. An elderly Indian town woman who spends time helping others loses her home and belongings in a fire. Here's more with WPTV's Kate Hussey. This way here. At her vibrant green home. And green represents growth. Liz Nesson. If somebody is sick, they can call me and I'll come and stay with them. Is known for opening up her door and her heart to hospice patients. If they're dying, I will stay with them until they die. But as she opens her home up to us. So this is how you get in. A home she built with her late husband. Okay. One filled with so many memories. Another step. We soon see. Step over the door. Those vibrant okay. green walls. So this was where all the material was staying. Turned to a okay. lifeless charred black. And this is what happened here. Come on. As she picks her way through the kitchen, she knows there's not many belongings left. Because it's not salvageable. It's how she found it June 7th, coming home after caring for a patient. Fire started here. This was a big island. Finding firefighters fighting those flames. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Okay? Absolutely heartbroken. With damages costing 60000 plus and her insurance expiring days earlier. It's like, kick me when I'm down. She worries her home, like the many irreplaceable things inside, could be as good as gone. All my memories are gone. I feel kind of like my life is gone. The one who's cared for so many at the times they need it most now needs someone to care for her too. Scared of where, where, where my future is, of the uncertainty. I'm praying. And perhaps that's why, as devastated as she is, she stays thankful because inside a house down the street, one neighbor has opened his home to her. It's just temporary, but it's a place to stay with a friend who cares, who will hold her hand just as she's held his. Yep, I need help, and she made her help available. She's my caregiver. And so, so now you're giving care back. Yeah. Yep, that he is. In Indian Town. That he is. Kate Hudson. He's very special. WPTV News Channel 5. Thanks, Kate, for that story. Uh, news time is at 6.30, and we'll take a look at traffic, and uh, Evan Nine will have a look at sports this morning. And as Bonnie said, we have a look at some sports for you this morning. Um, a few minutes after he made the defensive play of the game, Bennett Lee delivered the hit that put Wake Forest on the inside track to the Men's College World Series Finals. Listen in. 
The go-ahead run. 1-2. Got one to hit. He puts it in the left field. Corona did not get a good jump, but he's winding in. And he will score. RBI for Bennett Lee. How about this? Slider stays up again. That's secondary in Lee. Hits it. And see Tommy White right there. He's like, no, I can't go after that one. The outfield playing deep. On this one, no chance at all to get Danny Corona at the plate. Wait. Well, the Demon Deacons came from behind to win a second straight one-run game at Charles Schwab Field, beating LSU 3-2 to Monday night in the game that determined control of their bracket. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wake Forest is 7-0 and in the NCAA tournament. It's the fifth number one national seed to win its first two games in the MCWS. Three of previous four reached the championship game, but only Miami in 1999 won the title. Now, every single guy is having the time of their lives right now, said closer Camden Minacci, who got the last five outs. Who can beat us? It seems pretty much simple. So the amount of fun we have is truly incredible. Lee, the Demon Deacons catcher, made a spectacular play in the top of the eighth when he snagged third baseman Brock Wilkins' bouncing throw and tagged out Trey Morgan to keep the game tied to all. Brock Wilkins made a great play to get the ball, and Bennett was there with an unbelievable pick and tag under pressure. Wake coach Tom Walter said it was a huge play in this ball game. So the College World Series is looking really, really good so far. Looks like a lot of fun. These guys are having the times of their lives, Bonnie. Oh, that's um, that's incredible. That's yeah. great. Would you like some baseball scores? Yeah, in fact, I was just about to say. I didn't oh, yeah. know if you had them ready, but uh, Bonnie, do. give me some baseball scores, Bonnie. Yes, Evan. Reds over the Rockets yesterday. That was five to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Sox nine to three. They beat the Twins. Well, the Diamondbacks walloped the the Brewers. They walloped them nine to one. Whoa, that was an mm-hmm. a, a butt kicking. Oh, the Mets did a butt kicking. Did Can they? you believe? Yeah, eleven to one over over the Astros. Finally, that's cool. I got to give them a round of applause for that one. We like How it. Damn time. You you were, were even at a game. You were at a game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, City Field. I was up in New York. Yeah. Had a great time. Oh man, those pictures from there. Of you, you and the family were so nice. Thanks. Uh, Rangers five to two over the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padres beat no. The Giants beat the Padres. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to say. Seven to four from yesterday. All right. And very those good. are your Major League Baseball scores. All right. Very good. Six thirty three. We'll have a look at traffic and weather. It's all coming up next. Sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. 6.34 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show this morning. It's a blended show. G has the morning off. Taking a peek out the door, looking at our 
4K traffic cameras. Florida Turnpike southbound mile marker 169. There's a vehicle crash. The right lane is blocked, so do use caution in that area. Otherwise, everything else looking really, really good. You've got a smooth ride in both directions on 95 and the Florida Turnpike. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are looking good as well. Remember, if you see something, say something. Please give us a call here in studio. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 73 degrees with some scattered thunderstorms around the area this morning. Time for your first look at weather with WPTV's meteorologist. What's her name again, Bonnie? I just drew a mind oh, blank. Oh, Jennifer Correa. Jennifer Correa. Yep. I, what, what am I thinking? I just, like, blanked out. Yeah, well, that happens from time to time. All right, yeah, it goes yeah. with age. Yeah, all right, here's Jennifer. <laughs> Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels-like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon. Then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours will get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. And a few of those thunderstorms could be severe. So we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Reasons to call Seacoast Air Conditioning when your AC breaks down. One, we always answer our phones 24 7, 365. Two, we offer service in hours, not days. Three, our Seacoast family has been reliably serving the Treasure Coast for over 40 years. Four, we show up on time. And five, we fix the problem right the first time. These are only five of the many reasons to call Seacoast AC. Let our family serve yours. Comfort crisis, don't roast, call Seacoast. Hello, I'm Chris. And I'm Christine with the Moret team of Keller Williams Realty. Looking for a knowledgeable and trustworthy real estate agent? Look no further than the Moret team. With 28 years experience and over 3,000 satisfied clients, we are committed to helping you navigate the complex real estate market. The Moret team is the perfect partner for all of your home buying and selling needs. Contact us for a free home market evaluation or visit our website, moretteam.com. That's M-I-R-E-T-T-E-A-M.com. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a brand new location that is now serving breakfast and lunch. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli, located at 3555 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. Ellie's Dockside Deli will be serving breakfast and lunch from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Enjoy many items from their breakfast and lunch menu before you head out on your boat for the day, or why not enjoy breakfast or lunch right outside at one of the tables by the water. With Ellie's Dockside Deli, they'll even cater your next event for you and your friends. This is Chef Mark Muller inviting you to enjoy breakfast and lunch at our newest location, Ellie's Dockside Deli. Plus, find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Dockside Deli, located at 3555 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. They are open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Call 772-291-2706. That's Ellie's Dockside Deli in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450, WSTU. Now, let's get back to the program. 
It's a six thirty-eight right now on the Get Up and Go show, Mister Clock. Please. It's now six thirty-eight a.m. You know, Bonnie, it just it's not the same unless Mister Clock is, makes his appearance a couple of times on the program. Yeah, and uh, we just love Mister Clock's accuracy. He's and, and he's so accurate. Yeah, and you know, people are probably you know. I'm sure they do wake up to Mr. Clock in the morning. They do. Because people like familiarity. Mm-hmm. And when you do that each and every morning at that very certain time, mm-hmm. it's like something you're getting up and looking forward to. You just d- never you never can get enough of Mr. Clock. It's now 6.39 a.m. There he is. He's accurate. Again. Yeah. Never changes. He's got a soothing voice, too. Like, he could... Um, he could almost take the place of my voice for Alexa. Well, I can change his voice too, Bonnie. You know? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I have Dad. the ability to uh, change his voice. Let me see here. I can, um, I, I can make him a. Uh, I can make Mister Clock, uh, Miss Clock. It's six thirty nine a.m. There you go. Oh, her voice was soothing. See, Whoever, I can that, do that. That was really nice. Okay, and then I, I can also. Um, um, you know, change the language too. Il est très exactement 6 heures 39. <laughs> did you get that? Man, you're just like doing your magic over there. Did, did, you, did you get I that one? I didn't understand it. No, I'm. Okay, well, here's another one for you. Es ist 6 Uhr 40. <laughs> what was that in uh, Czech? Or <laughs> es ist 6 Uhr 40. Slovakian or something? I couldn't tell you. I'm just pressing buttons here. <laughs> But uh, I, I prefer Mr. Clock like this. It's now 6.40 a.m. Yeah, that's the way I prefer Mr. Clock. <laughs> Good old-fashioned American. <laughs> um, you know, Bonnie, we, we have a, a lot of friends that, that you and I uh, both have out in the uh, community. But before we, we get to that, I forgot. Let's, uh, I, I want to just uh, touch on some viral videos real quick. And then we'll get to that stuff. Okay. All right. So I have a couple of for you here. This one uh, is, uh, I'm going to play the audio. There were very torrential rains recently over in uh, Pensacola uh, in the uh, panhandle up mm-hmm. up and to the left of us mm-hmm. last Friday. And there's a deputy by the name of William Hollingsworth who nearly lost his life because of this. You see, he left his patrol car to help somebody trapped in the rising waters. And they both got sucked into the drainage pipe. Oh my pipe. gosh. Listen. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh Jesus, buddy. Oh my God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I too, buddy. Suck me in. That's the body cam audio mm. from the body cam. The body cam camera mm-hmm. that he had on. And uh, just the scenario of, yeah. you know, I'm getting sucked into a drain pipe. It, yeah. it just, it sounds terrifying. Yeah. And the power of water, right? Yeah. Uh, people yeah. don't, uh, people <gasps> underestimate that kind of stuff. Yeah. They really, truly do. It's very scary. There's another video out. It's a seven-year-old boy in Freeman, Virginia. His name is Tavion. And he wants to be a police officer when he grows up. So his mom contacted the local police department trying to set up a tour of the police station. And the officers did one even better. Oh, yeah. They picked him up at his house. Uh-huh. And they gave him a ride in their patrol car. Oh, so perfect. And they even took him out to lunch at McDonald's. Oh, they're just like making that kid's day. Right. Listen, here. Those heavy eyes. What's going on, man? 
stuff, Tavion. You got your stuff on? Yeah. You're looking good, man. You want to take a ride with her? Yeah. All right. You want to catch some bad guys? <laughs> Want to catch some bad guys? <laughs> now those are that's the kind of story we like to hear. Those are stay in age. Those the, are just amazing stories. Yes, memories that will last a lifetime. He'll have a memory of that nice um, police officer, so friendly, and mm-hmm. and uh, the the riding in the patrol car, yeah. um, getting to McDonald's. Um, what a what a great memory for yeah. that child. Bonnie, um, like, like I started to talk about before, we have a lot of friends. We know a lot of people in the community for what we do. And, and some of our friends are getting married. Yeah. They get engaged. A lot of people get engaged over the holidays. And then you, you start to wonder, uh, you know, you have a girlfriend that gets engaged and, and you, you start to you scratch your, your cheek a little bit and, you know, you, you get introduced to the, the fiance and you start to say to yourself, mm-hmm. is he really marriage material? You ever oh, done that? Do you, you do ever, that you once ever, in a while? I, I um, do that. Yeah. I, I do that because I'm, I'm like G and I are in the wedding business. Well, you meet a lot of them. Yeah, uh, like I, I do. A lot of. Ed- I do. And when I, I, I see these grooms, <laughs> I sometimes I, I do say to myself, is he really marriage material? Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure you'd ask that question. With that. I have a list of is he marriage material questions. And if you can answer yes to seven or more of these, he's definitely marriage material. Okay. If you say no, okay. All brides to be should probably right. have this checklist. They then. should. Okay. And there's some pretty there's there's some pretty interesting things in here, okay? One of the things is will he go out dancing with you and i'm not talking about slow dancing i'm talking cutting up a rug (laughs) will he go out Ah. and dance fast with you Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. that's something to think about or does he is he embarrassed to dance fast with you now that's kind of like it could go either way because the girl could be the worst dancer in the world and the guy could be the best dancer but he doesn't want to be seen with her on the dance floor because she basically stinks at dancing. Or the other way around, she's a great dancer, but this guy's got two left feet. Sure. He might answer no to that because he feels awkward as a dancer. Okay. Or or does he compliment you in front of other people? That's something to take a look at, right? That's something to take a look at. Or does he cut you down in front of other people? Exactly. Can he admit that he's wrong in front of other people? Will he swallow his pride? Uh-huh. Sometimes How it, about that Sometimes one? it takes a strong one to do that, okay. and that's, that's the kind you want. Yeah, exactly. Now, here's another one, and, and, that, and I will admit that one that I just said about can he admit that he's wrong? Yeah. I have – I've always had an issue with admitting, admitting I'm wrong, wrong. <laughs> I, and Rachel yeah. knows that. She know and and as of as I'm getting up there in age and older, uh-huh. I've gotten softer. I could just picture um, knowing you and Rachel like yeah. I do. I could picture scenarios yeah. that you have, you have been in like that, and her pointing it out to you. Mm-hmm. I can just picture it. I've I can hear it. Soft. I've gotten soft. Okay, here's a good one. Will he go to the store and buy a box 
of tampons oh, for you. Grief. Right? <laughs> I have no problem yeah. walking into a store myself and going to the feminine hygiene no aisle. No kidding, huh? I have no shame. <laughs> I will walk right up and buy a box of those or a box of pads. Oh. None at all whatsoever. Would Gary do that? No. If you needed it? Oh, heck no. He wouldn't? Are you serious? <laughs> no. No. Come on. No. He would say, you're on your own. Really? <laughs> he would, he don't, no. <laughs> wow. And and I wouldn't ask him. You know, I... Wow. <laughs> you know, and thank goodness for... But I mean, um, what if you're thank like... Thank goodness for Lyft. Not Lyft, but um, any kind Uber. of delivery. Uber. <laughs> the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> you can't order a box of tampons on order Uber Eats. Now, what? What you? Oh, wow. no, wait a minute. Could you? No, no. You, you could. You could do. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just. I. I don't have a problem doing it. It's a big deal. You just go to the counter and, <laughs> you know, just here. I wouldn't want him to do that, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask for it. I did that. I did that a couple of times, and the lady, the cashier, gave me this really strange look, <laughs> and I looked right back at yeah. her, and I says. I said, they're for me. She she just looks at me strange <laughs> when I bought the box of tampons. I said, they're for me. Yeah. She goes, huh? I'm like, yeah, they're for me. I get bloody noses all the time. Oh, my goodness. And she just busted out laughing oh. when I said that. <laughs> because all it is is just it's a long thing of cotton. That's yeah. all it is. So, as you well know, so <laughs> so if your guy, um, if that's a check no to it, not yeah. not marriage yeah, material, yeah, he's not, not marriage huh? material. Okay, can he remain romantic throughout the entire relationship? Okay, can he stay romantic, or does he have a life independent of yours? Does he have a whole life independent of yours? Mm-hmm. Or- I think that's a lot of things guys like to look at too when yeah. they meet a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, will she be? on me all the time and yeah. just relying on me or or does she you know have something yeah. else going yeah uh how about is he nice to his mother is he nice to his mom that's like one of the most important ones right i think that would be a deal breaker yeah because depending on if he's nice to his mother is going to be is he going to be nice to you exactly. also exactly you know yeah yeah or how about um has he gotten over being a mama's boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, some guys just can't get over <laughs> being that mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Or how mm-hmm. about is he mechanically inclined? That is like one of the smartest ones to look at. Right. Because how many times, you know, around the house or mm-hmm. even with your vehicle, if, if yeah. he's mechanically inclined, if he can, if he can change a tire. Uh, might That's a good Im- one. Might be important. Change a light bulb. Yeah. Now, now, now. That's something that's a no-brainer. Okay, but I do happen to know one male person that had no idea how to change a light bulb. No kidding. I had to show him. How old were they? They were in their. This was a long time ago, early twenties. Never changed a light bulb. Never before, changed a light huh? bulb a hmm. day in his life. Mom, Didn't know how to do it. Then he might have been a mama's boy, where yeah. mama changed it all the time. Yep. <laughs> never did it. You know, never ever did it. I know a kid. Uh, Otapanga's boyfriend is. Uh, he changes her oil. Okay. Yeah. He knows, Nothing wrong with he that. He knows how to change oil okay. in a vehicle. Hey, listen. Uh, you know, I was reading some of the comments on this kid. 
That's mm-hmm. Dayton Topanga. Yeah. And I'm like, man, she got herself a good catch. I kind of think so. I mean, he seems like a really, he seems like one of these kind of guys that's going to go to like Yale or Harvard. Or... We're talking about my stepdaughter, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> and, like. Um, they were here for Ooh. Father's Day and you got a big thumbs up from Gary. And I, I heard. I saw that. Yeah. And he, oh, he's becoming, um, he's in an apprenticeship too to become an electrician. Uh-huh. And he's how old? He's uh, 21. 21. Yeah. Wow. Kid's got it going on. And I like that because my brother's an electrician too. Okay. Well, he's ambitious. Yeah. He's ambitious. The kid's kid's 21. He knows what he wants to be. He's got his cards are in the correct order and things like that. They met at Publix. Aww. Publix, I think, is I think it's a great place for not only kids now, but does like, Topanga work at like anybody to work. Yeah. Okay. Does she work the front? Uh, I think she just got moved up to starting cashier. Okay. Now. All right. They're and, starting her on that. And he works in Publix also. Uh, he used to. Now he's okay. doing his electrician stuff. Okay. All right. So that's how they met in Publix. Yeah. All yeah. Right. They met at Publix. All right. So. Very good. Very good. Well, <laughs> I Topanga, think that, which good I, I think is kind of cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like that. Definitely so. It is 6.51. It's news time. Let's uh, throw it to Bonnie right now at the news desk with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A man died on Monday morning after he crashed an SUV into an Indian River County canal, according to the Florida Highway Patrol. The wreck occurred along County Road 512 at the intersection with State Road 60, about eight miles south of the Felsmere city limits. FHP said a 58-year-old man was driving a 2018 Kia Sorento south on County Road 512 approaching a T intersection with State Road 60 at about 5:21 a.m. The man whose name has not been released was taken to HCA Florida Lawnwood Hospital in Fort Pierce where he was pronounced dead at 6:27 a.m. A Treasure Coast member no longer is on the Water Management Governing Board. Jackie Thoreau Lipich's term on the South Florida Water Management District ended on Monday. Uh, WPTV's John Shaman will be having that story up and coming. And you could say he has a true nose for crime. And it turns out June has been a really good month for one Treasure Coast officer. It's K-9 Jackson, a member of the... Port St. Lucie Police Department. In the past week, the department said Jackson helped stop a car burglary suspect. Officers said when Jackson found him, the suspect still had stolen items in his pockets and even left his phone in one of the vehicles he had burglarized. A few days before that, Jackson helped track down a suspect who police say threatened his family, then took off into a wooded area. Jackson helped make an arrest even after the suspect reportedly punched the dog in the face. And a few days before that, Jackson helped stop a woman who police say tried to evade arrest by trying to break into people's houses. Canine Jackson joined the forest in September of 2020. Our news time right now is 6.53. We'll hear traffic and we'll take a look at weather, too. So I'm going through my bills last week and... um I came across my electric bill, and I guess it's that time of the year where my bills increase by almost double because we're heading into the summer months. So I decided to do something about it. I called Han Solar, and they came over. They gave me a free energy audit, and they told me everything about solar and how it works and all the benefits of going solar. It turns out that the government gives you 
30% tax credit. That basically means that the government is going to cover 30% of the cost. And not only that, I see an instant increase in property value. What a no-brainer. So do what I did. Call Han Solar right now. They're South Florida's number one solar company, 888-57-POWER. That's 888-57-POWER and start saving today. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for a look at traffic and weather together as we peer out the door and look at uh, our traffic cameras once again. Nothing really to report. That earlier accident is all cleared up, so you've got a nice smooth ride on 95 and the Florida Turnpike. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 73 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon, then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours. We'll get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. And a few of those thunderstorms could be severe, so we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. Hi, this is Hawk Levy from St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. I want to tell you all thank you for voting us number one again. Best jewelry and coin dealer, best gold and silver buyer, and best jewelry store. In Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, and Vero Beach. Year after year, you voted us number one. Have you been wondering what your valuables are worth? Bring them in. We'll tell you, and we'll pay you top dollar. Why sell to us? Because we buy your jewelry as jewelry, not scrap. And we resell everything on our international auction platform and in our local stores. The demand has never been higher for fine jewelry, signed jewelry pieces, coins, coin collections, paper money, Rolex and all luxury watches, and even designer purses. Free confidential appraisals and house calls available. We've moved across the parking lot, but still on US-1 and Walton Road, in Publix Plaza. Google us and then come see us last. Abacoa Insurance. 
Hi, my name is Eileen at Abacoa Insurance. We are here to help you with all your insurance needs. So if you think you are paying too much, please call us 877-331-3326. And remember, folks, we write insurance for the entire state of Florida, from Key West to the Panhandle. So give us a call. When you've had it with the West, call the best. Abacoa Insurance. 877-331-3326. Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. Coming up uh, just after the news, Chainsaw Mama herself, Linda Lou Salisbury, Bonnie, with her chainsaw. Yeah, you don't mess with mama. You don't mess with mama because she's the eye of the tiger. (laughs) We're WSCU Stewart, Martin County, Heritage Station, WPSL, Port St. Lucie. The talk of the Treasure Coast. It's a blended show this morning. G has the morning off. He'll be back here in studio with us tomorrow along with Bonnie. And we are broadcasting from our palatial studios this week down here in beautiful Stewart, Florida. Don't go anywhere.
they don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics from Align, the probiotic brand recommended by gastroenterologists two times more than any other probiotic brand. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel at AlignProbiotics.com. When America's debt bubble bursts, it could destroy the value of your 401k or IRA. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why I recommend gold IRAs. And Birch Gold Group is the only gold IRA company I trust. Right now, you can get a free info kit on gold when you text the word SHELTER to 989898. That's SHELTER to 989898 to request your no-cost, no-obligation info kit today. In California on the second of a three-day trip, he'll focus on artificial intelligence and raise more money for his re-election campaign. Climate was the focus day one. President Joe Biden announces $600 million in federal spending for coastal and Great Lake communities to fight the effects of climate change. And the Department of Energy is going to announce more than $2 billion to modernize our electric grid to be more climate resilient, including more than $67 million starting off in California. Speaking in Palo Alto alongside California Governor Gavin Newsom, revealing later this year the White House will host its first ever summit focused on climate resilience. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also raised money in California for his Republican presidential campaign, doubting all the people who fled from there to his state. But the surge of transplants has caused prices to skyrocket, according to Realty Hop Housing's May Affordability Index. The index compares homeownership costs relative to income, and Miami is now the least affordable housing market in the country. The median price for a home there is $585,000. To afford this, homeowners can expect to spend nearly 80% of their monthly income on homeownership expenses. That tops Los Angeles, Newark, New Jersey, and New York City in the survey. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. The Wall Street stocks could drop after a long holiday weekend. Dow futures down more than 100 points. In baseball, the Cincinnati Reds are now in first place in the National League Central, powered by a star back from injury. Three of the Reds' runs and a 5-4 win over Colorado on Valley Sports, Ohio. Cincinnati is now on a nine-game win streak. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. When it comes to planning for retirement, knowing when and how to apply for your Social Security benefits can be a critical decision. The reality is that the difference between the best method and the second best method of collecting Social Security could mean an extra $100,000 or more in benefits over the course of your retirement. It's critical that baby boomers have all the information necessary to determine which filing strategy best fits their unique situation. Join Michael Burley and the team of Peak Capital Management for a free educational workshop on everything Social Security, Thursday, June 22nd, 6 p.m. at the Hoke Library in Jensen Beach. Reserve your seat now at 772-334-9592 or visit peakcapitalmanagement.net. Will Social Security be enough to live on in retirement? I think we all know the answer to that. Reserve your seat now at 772-334-9592. Call now to reserve your seat. 
For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000 or stop by Crown Car Care, 4175 Southwest Martin Highway, Palm City. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Madam Announcer. You're always way too kind to both Bonnie and myself. Put some salt in your mouth. All right, I'll do that. Do you want a puppy? Yeah, I'll take a puppy. You guys like to party? We do. We like to party every now and then. So does uh, Lindy Lou. We'll talk to her in a moment. But first, Mr. Clock, would you please tell us what the official time is? It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show this morning. Bonnie, you remember this one? Yes. I, I thought it's appropriate to play. I had it on a record, like, when I was a kid. Our next guest absolutely loves spiders and snakes, unlike myself. But it's the one and only certified, I hope I get this right. Am I getting it right? Certified plant expert. Yes. Is that it? Plant expert. That's right. And Lindy so. Lou. Chainsaw Mama Salisbury. Good morning, Lindy Lou. Good morning. How it's are you? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood this oh, morning. Oh, is Mr. Rogers at your house? He is. He's visiting. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. How are you doing this morning, Linda? I am doing really well, and it's amazing because last night we had a terrible thunderstorm here. That's an understatement. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thunder, lightning, mm-hmm. and very close. I I got up about one and looked out the window and thought, hmm, I'm, 
I think I'll step away from the window. Yeah, that would be the uh, smart thing to do, Lindy, especially if uh, you're carrying your chainsaw with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it might attract lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm pretty fast, but I don't think I'm lightning fast. You know, I thought of you the other day. I was uh, digging around the internet, and I saw somebody selling a pink mini chainsaw. And I thought of you. I did. I thought of you. I'm happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if if I had seen that, and the price was reasonable, I probably would buy it, even though I have one. Because the little ones don't last forever. Yeah. Because, you know, I sometimes don't tell. Don't tell a person a word. But sometimes I attack a limb that's too big for it and I burn out the motors. <sighs> or do you attempt to cut people's hairs at uh, hurricane shows that we broadcast from live, like Bonnie <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> yeah, I was messing around with her little chainsaw over a year ago yeah. at the hurricane fair. I'll never forget that one. That... <laughs> That could have gotten terrifying. Yeah, that just would not have been good. Hey, uh, Lin- fun. Linda, uh, you have uh, a picture of some sandhill cranes in your garden. Yes, beautiful. Isn't that a lovely picture? It is. And I was sitting um, on a little stool, weeding, and I heard them. I didn't, and then I, I turned and looked, and I thought, "Holy moly, they are so close!" Because they were really like two or three feet away. And the the one that you see in the picture, mm-hmm. I believe, is the daddy. And he was looking at me. He was watching me. It was one eye. You know, the other one's on the other side of his head, so he wasn't watching me with that one. But he wasn't at all afraid, or and neither was she. And they were... It, it was magnificent. It's and, fascinating um, how how they're not really afraid of you. Like, you could almost... No. You could just be uh, within you know feet away from them and they they don't tend to get as nervous oh wait they're here and they knock on the door yeah i i just i i went to the door and there there they are (laughs) any hard hats no because they frighten you first thing in the morning (laughs) oh a little joke there folks and Linda, I think you're right about this one being the daddy in the picture because I can see the red the red marking on on its head. Doesn't the yes. male usually have that sort of a marking? They they both do, but this one is larger and it goes from the middle almost the middle of his head down to his beak and that's uh, the bigger one is uh mm-hmm. and sometimes the girls don't have a, a red marking. So I I think it's a um I think it's a boy, mm-hmm. and if you if somebody knows some details, please let me know because I love learning things. You know me. So, I'm in other words, educator. you're you're wanting to know how you determine a boy and a girl sandhill crane. Basically, that okay. would be it. Uh, it's Get called called store, Google. <laughs> Get right to it, Bonnie. Could you Google that, please? Yes. But they um they kind of stay with their family too, don't they? Aren't they kind of when yes, they, they when they are they maters for with one. One for life, aren't they? Uh, mate for life. Yeah. So he's... and sometimes if you see a poor a poor uh, sandhill crane wandering around by itself, something is either it's a juvenile and hasn't found a, a mate, or something has happened to the mate. Wow. That was, yeah, because you see all those signs. Okay. Caution: sandhill crane crossing. So, Linda, I do have information on determining the male and the female. 
Oh, good. I Google it. I I will. It says sandhill cranes are are monomorphic, meaning the male and the female they look the same. However, Ah, however, the unison call, the call made by both cranes together, can help distinguish between the male and the female. Ah. Okay. Now, there's another link. I'm gonna I'm gonna click here, and hopefully this will give me the information. Uh, it says sandhill cranes range uh, over much of North America, with smaller populations extending to Siberia. Uh, let's see here. Uh, physical traits: sandhill cranes males are slightly larger than females, weighing up to 14 pounds. The females remain closer to about 10 pounds. The birds grow up to five feet in height, measured from toe to top of the head when they are standing on the ground. The male is generally a couple of inches taller than the female. So if you have two of them and the ta- there, there's one larger one, one smaller, the larger one is definitely the male. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if I'd had a picture with the both of them in it, mm-hmm. we'd be able to tell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny. Very they, exciting. Evan, did you say they can get up to five feet or there? Uh, yes. And in, in their frame, it's only they only get up to 14 pounds. Mm-hmm. So they're very light. Uh, yeah. They're very yes. light. Mm-hmm. They're lighter than my kid, picking up my kitty cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a lovely, dainty little cat, too, that weighs, uh, well, she weighs 13 pounds. So she is slightly under, but I... I look. I'm looking at her right now, and mm-hmm. if I had no idea the sandhill cranes weighed that little, mm. well, you know, birds yeah. have hollow bones. Yes. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. they can fly, and it cuts down on the weight. It also makes them kind of fragile. But we'll we'll look out for them as best we can. Please mm-hmm. do, please do, Bo- uh, Bonnie, um, mm-hmm. Linda. You have a beautiful picture of a hibiscus. Hibiscus, as G would call it. Yes. Uh, hibiscus swamp mallow on your Facebook page. Tell me about that. Well, Florida is kind of well known for its, I love to call the plural hibi, the hibiscuses, um, mm-hmm. but there are very few native. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Most of them come from China. This one is a native. And you'll notice uh, there is a difference that it has fewer leaves. It only has five. And they're kind of thin down by the center right and red that is a swamp hibiscus and i here i'm confessing things all over the place i don't have very good luck with them so i'm always willing to try when i see one at a plant sale i buy it but i they are called swamp hibiscus and guess where they like to live in In the the swamp swamp. gee that was hard to figure out they like to hang out with the alligator yeah yeah yeah, and I don't like to hang out with the alligator. I like to watch them, but I don't like to hang out with them. So I think I'm not giving them enough water. Okay. And so as soon as I find a plant sale with a hibiscus, that wasn't quite right. But hibiscus. Hibiscus. There you go. We're doing better. Uh, we are. I'm, I'm going to try again. And I think I may even... Uh, try to find some seeds because here's another tip from the lovely linda if you start a a plant from seeds you have a better chance of acclimatizing it to you you know if if you buy a plant at a plant sale 
it's used to the person who's been feeding it or okay. watering it or All whatever. Right. But if you start your own seed, you have a better chance of bringing it up to fruition. Now, Linda, let me ask you a question. That center part yes. of that hibiscus that you're showing on your Facebook page, that very thin piece that's coming out of the middle, what is that called? That's a, a pistol. A pistol. Yes. Uh, the reproductive organs of a plant are the pistol okay. and stamen. Okay. And they're, they're a boy and a girl. And I have to say this little rhyme in my head to remember which is which. That's one of those things that, you know, my, like stalactites and stalagmites, I have to go. The mites go up and the tights go down, you know, to, to keep them straight in my, my mind. But that's, that's uh, it's okay. femininity. All right. Very good. <laughs> for the right word. Linda, let, show after all. let's get all your information out there because there's so many different ways for people to reach out to you and speak to you. So I'm going to give you the floor and give us more, if you would, please. Why, thank you. And I want to say hello to Melody. Okay. She's a listener who got in touch with me. All right. Hello, Melody. Uh, hello, Melody. Linda Salisbury, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. That's my Facebook name. And I'm wearing a red dress with white polka dots, a pink hard hat, and a chainsaw. And Evan labeled it for me. Chainsaw Mama. Don't mess with Mama. That's right. (laughs) And my phone number, 206-909-7473. And text Please, I love texting. She loves love texting. texting. And when you text her, she says this in her own mind. Da, 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 da. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that in a text? Uh, you spell it like this. Da, 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 da. There you go. <laughs> and then you when the use a lot of your curl your tongue when you that's say right. That. And then when the text when the text <laughs> is too much and there's too much context in the text, she says, "Oh no!" Yeah, out of confusion. <laughs> Linda, I'll try to come up with another one, Evan. I, I will, definitely. So it's always a pleasure, Linda. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. For me also. Have a great day. You too. God bless. Have a great day. It's uh, 720 right now, and that means it is news time. So we're going to head right on over to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A coalition of progressive groups is cruising across Florida this week, protesting bills approved during this year's legislative session and urging frustrated voters to turn out in 2024. The Florida NAACP and five other groups launched the Stay Woke Florida tour Monday morning. The five-day 15-city rolling protest is a response to new laws approved during the 2023 lawmaking assembly that wrapped up in May. A Treasure Coast member no longer is on the Water Management Governing Board. Jackie Thurlow Lipich's term on the South Florida Water Management District ended on Monday. WPTV's John Shaman with the story. Algae-laden water from Lake Okeechobee laps up against the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam in Martin County. A few years ago, this water would likely have already made its way towards the St. Lucie River. It was like, open the gates and let it go. Jackie Thurlow-Lippish has spent the past four years on the governing board of the South Florida Water Management District and credits improved relations with the Army Corps of Engineers. They don't dump unless they, they, they feel like there's no alternative. 
These things are new. Thurlow Lippish, a former mayor of Sewell's Point, will now have to advocate once again as a private citizen. I want to be on the governing board. I'm good at it. Um, I'm dedicated. I, I love it. Her reappointment to the board by Governor Ron DeSantis was not confirmed by the state Senate and her term ends now. It's extremely frustrating to me. We reached out to the office of Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo to ask why. A spokeswoman told us Thurlow Lippish's comments during a February 2022 governing board meeting played a role. Oh well, we're God, you're not. We're in Tallahassee. Thurlow Lippish was objecting to a Senate bill championed by then-Senate President Wilton Simpson that critics contended would have undermined years of Everglades restoration progress. The current Senate president spokeswoman added to state at a public meeting that legislators who were elected to represent their constituents think they are God was inappropriate and disrespectful in the view of President Pasadomo. I learned what I had said that um, was not appreciated and I apologize for that. That bill passed the 2022 legislature but was vetoed by the governor. For Thurla Lippish, she would love to serve in her old position again. But if not her, someone else who can advocate for the St. Lucie estuary. We are the primary outlet, historically, for Lake Okeechobee. We are the smallest little river that is getting the worst amount of problems. John Shaman, WPTV, News Channel 5. The National Hurricane Center said Monday afternoon that Tropical Storm Brett has formed over the central Atlantic Ocean with 40-mile-per-hour sustained winds. In its 5 a.m. advisory on Tuesday, the NHC said the storm was moving west at about 17 miles per hour and is expected to continue in this direction for the next several days. On the forecast track, the system should strengthen into a hurricane on Thursday or Friday and move across the Lesser Antilles late this week. After Bud Light dropped from being the number one beer in America early this month, Anheuser-Busch CEO Brandon Whitworth responded to falling sales. In a statement, Whitworth said Anheuser-Busch is investing to protect the jobs of its frontline employees impacted by the falling sales. The company also said it would provide financial assistance to its independent wholesalers to help them support their employees. To all our valued consumers, we hear you. Our summer advertising launches next week, and you can look forward to Bud Light reinforcing what you've always loved about our brand, that it's easy to drink and easy to enjoy, he added. And why you should never keep all your money in one bank. Here's John Matarese. Imagine losing your wallet, your debit card, your checkbook, all at the same time. Losing access to your money is scary. So one man has a warning after all his bank accounts were suddenly locked. Levi Yisrael is a home rehabber who does a lot of banking to keep his business running. So imagine his shock when he deposited a customer's check. On the 13th, I got a check from a client like I normally would. And his bank alerted him it was freezing his assets until they investigated the deposit. Your account has been recommended for evaluation. When he contacted the bank... It was just like someone reading a computer saying, hey, it just shows your, your account has been red flag for your protection. Levi says he used the bank for both his business and personal accounts and couldn't pay for his daughter's birthday party the next week. My daughter's birthday 
was April 30th. Bankrate's Mark Hamrit says spreading your assets across two or more institutions guarantees access to at least some of your cash if something goes wrong. It's simply because of the risk of fraud that could be associated with a debit card that gets access to essentially our checking or savings accounts. Recent bank failures are another reason to at least weigh your options. As for how many banks you should work with or how many accounts to open, Mark says there's no one-size-fits-all answer. Having uh, cash in multiple institutions institutions or more than one is one solution for that. A recent New York Times investigation found more and more banks are freezing accounts if their algorithms flag what appears to be a questionable transaction. We contacted Levi's bank but have not heard back. Luckily, his accounts were unfrozen after two weeks. My checking, my business, my savings. But he won't use just one bank anymore. That way you don't waste your money. I'm John Matteries. Thank you, John. And at 726, we're going to take a look at traffic. Evan 9 has your sports. Time for a look at sports this morning once again. And Luis Arias went 5 for 5 again to raise his batting average to 400. And Jorge Soler homered as the streaking Miami Marlins routed the Toronto Blue Jays 11-0 Monday night. Wow, they smoked them. They did more than smoke them. They kicked their Mm -hmm. you-know-what. John Birdie had three hits, and Jesus Sanchez doubled twice for the Marlins, who won their fifth straight game and finished with 19 hits, their most since getting... 21 on June 1st last year in the opener of a doubleheader at Colorado. Miami improved to a season best 11 games over 500% to 42 and 31. This is fun because we're winning and everybody gets hits, Arias said. I'm excited for this team. When we get to the clubhouse, we are family. It was the second time in the past three games that Arias went 5 for 5 following an 0 for 15 slide that dropped his average to 378. Now, according to Elias Sports Bureau, he became the fourth major leaguer since 1900 to have three five-hit games in a calendar month, joining three Hall of Famers, George Sisler, Ty Cobb, and Dave Winfield. Arias has 11 days to try to become the first player since 1900 with four five-hit games in a month, which would match the most in a season in that span, joining Cobb, Stan Musial, Tony Gwynn, and Ichiro Suzuki. Anytime you're mentioned with Ty Cobb, that's pretty special, Marlins manager Skip Schumacher said. The way he's doing it up the middle when we need it, a blowout game or a non-blowout game, it's really, really special. Wow, that's a that's a pretty good stat there, Bonnie, isn't mm-hmm. it? I would it, say. It is definitely so. All right, let's uh, give some baseball scores again for those that weren't listening last hour, Bonnie, if you could. And Evan, like you mentioned, um, the Marlowe's shut out the Blue Jays 11 to nothing and it was the Cardinals outscoring the Nationals mm. yesterday 8 to 6 Royals get beat by the Tigers the Cubs shutting out the Pirates yesterday that score was 8 to 0 Reds over the Rockies and it was also the Red Sox 9 to 3 beating the Twins Brewers get outscored by the Diamondbacks 9 to 1 Mets eleven to one yeah, over baby. the Astros. Yeah, baby. It was uh, five to two. The Rangers outscoring the White Sox yesterday, and the Giants beat the Padres seven to four. 
All last right. night. There's your baseball score, 729. Traffic and weather, it's all coming up next on the Get Up and Go Show. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. Time for a look at traffic and weather together. No traffic to report. 95 Florida Turnpike. You've got a nice smooth ride in both directions this morning. No need to uh, look for any uh, alternate routes or anything like that. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are looking good as well. That's your latest look at traffic. 74 degrees under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon. Then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours will get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. And a few of those thunderstorms could be severe. So we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
is Hawk Levy from St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. I want to tell you all thank you for voting us number one again. Best jewelry and coin dealer, best gold and silver buyer, and best jewelry store. In Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, and Vero Beach. Year after year, you voted us number one. Have you been wondering what your valuables are worth? Bring them in. We'll tell you. And we'll pay you top dollar. Why sell to us? Because we buy your jewelry as jewelry, not scrap. And we resell everything on our international auction platform and in our local stores. The demand has never been higher for fine jewelry, signed jewelry pieces, coins, coin collections, paper money, Rolex and all luxury watches, and even designer purses. Free confidential appraisals and house calls available. We've moved across the parking lot, but still on US 1 and Walton Road, in Publix Plaza. Google us and then come see us last. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. This is not headline news. Dolly Parton released a new rock song with Rob Halford from Judas Priest. It's called Breaking the Bra. A new Grammy rule says only humans are eligible to be nominated. Well, you had a good run, Cher. UPS drivers may go on strike. They're demanding longer breaks and shorter shorts. And the section of I-95 in Philadelphia that collapsed will reopen within two weeks. Even better, it's going to include a ramp. Just make sure you're driving 65 to make it to the other side. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? So first thing I have to say is good morning to Gary, because I know he listens to this every single morning religiously. Yeah, he will. Um, He likes to hear the stupid news and what some of the people do. That are stupid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty idiotic people. Something out here. that just makes you want to scratch yeah. your head. Well, our first story is about an unlocked vehicle is really not a safe place to store food. Colorado wildlife officials warned in sharing a video of a bear that sniffed out dog food inside a pickup truck, went in after it, then locked itself inside the car. Oh, yeah, and I hear a bear has some really strong noses on, yeah. on the bears. In a cell phone video, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Officer revealed the bear sitting very calmly in the front driver's seat of the vehicle, <laughs> parked in a driveway oh, in Evergreen. You could just see that. As though ready to go for a ride. <laughs> he said the bear initially got into the trash can and overturned the trash can beside the truck then opened a door of the truck to get the dog food inside the truck. Now, we're going to let him out, the officer said. The officer unlocked the door, then pulled on the handle, and the bear quickly took its exit and ran for a nearby tree line, stopping once to examine its surroundings. So, you know, unlike people think bears are really stupid, they're not. No. They're very intelligent animals <laughs> yeah. to the fact that they can unlock a door and go inside. Imagine that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's been like a lot of uh, bear sightings too recently. I remember that one in the news just a couple of weeks ago where 
it was either in Daytona or the Delton, Florida area, where that yep. bear had e- even come swimming up in the ocean, mm-hmm. and the beachgoers were just like... Like it was nothing. But it would be just shocking to see all yeah. of a sudden a bear coming up in the waves, and um, and then that bear had run away, too. Could you imagine coming out your front door, and you go to get in your car to go somewhere to the store, and there's a bear sitting in the front seat, <laughs> just sitting there waiting to drive? <laughs> That just wouldn't be good. No, I couldn't even imagine. No. Um, <laughs> let's go to Miami, where an employee of a Miami Mexican restaurant has been arrested, accused of writing his own tips to himself on customers' receipts. Yeah. Oh, good gosh. Oh, yeah. And uh, of what kind of tips was he giving well, himself? this is where it gets interesting, Bonnie. Ooh. James Green Jr. is charged with aggregate theft and evading arrest. His bond was set at $5,100. Now, according to the Dade County Police, last week, police responded to the Mexican restaurant. Now, upon arriving, deputies were told that Green had been stealing money. An investigation opened up and revealed between March of 2023 and June of this year, Green had been writing in his own monetary tips on receipts from multiple customers totaling $3,499. The police Mm. said that when they tried to detain Green, he ran out of the business, fled on foot, and after a brief foot pursuit, he was located and apprehended. Manager of the restaurant refunded all the customers their money for the unauthorized tip amounts. He did. Very good. Yes, he did. Very good. Took a big hit, you know, a $3,499 hit, but he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Now, when I go out to a restaurant and I write the tip on the receipt, yeah, okay, I'm very meticulous about how I do it because to prevent things like that from happening. So if I have a, a, a restaurant bill that's $50, we'll say. Okay. And if I'm going to leave a $15 tip, yeah, I will write one five. I won't just write one five. I'll write one five dot and then two smaller zeros with a line under the zeros mm-hmm. and then X, X. Like X, that. X, XX right. at the end? Just XX underneath. So in other words, hold on, let me, uh, so that you can visually see it. It's it's hard to explain. Let me do it this way. I guess I can see why you're, um, you know, the large dot, the decimal like point. Like that. Um, why, I'll do it like why that. Why the X's underneath? Just so nothing can go underneath. Oh, okay. Just, it's just, it's it's adding more. And then I will also write this underneath also. Your initials or something? No, I'll write Fifteen dollars. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So now, in order for them to fudge this mm-hmm. on that receipt, they got to do a whole lot of scratching and a whole lot of marking up, or have white out, which uh, white ho- white yeah. out, and you'll be able to detect. See on that, you'll be able to t- yeah. to detect that. Oh, that's very smart. So it's just um, um, usually I don't usually sorry. I don't worry about that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, when when it happens to you, where where the person. Um, uh, defraud you, mm-hmm. or whatever the the proper wording is, 
uh, once it happens once, once bitten, twice shy. Has it ever happened to you, though? Yes. Really? It did. Oh, my gosh. There, there happened a long time ago, long, long, long uh-huh. time ago, before I even met Rachel. Happened a long time ago where somebody, and, yeah. and that's where I got the idea from. Yeah, I yeah. was like, done. You're not getting my money. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So, like, if when you used to send checks out to, like, mm-hmm. in the mail and mm-hmm. um, putting in that, uh, you have to the, you write who it's the number to number amount dollar amount on the Would right. Would you put the X's under yep. that even? When that's you, where when I got the idea from checks? zero zero underscore XX or the the cents amount on with the line underneath XX, uh-huh. and then you hand write out the dollar amount on on the next line. The XX is right underneath yeah. the, the zeros yep. then. Yep. Interesting. All right, last story we got for you this morning. It's a Chinese man was fired by his employer for spending too much time in the toilet during work hours. <laughs> Think about that one. Yeah. He wasn't eating egg rolls. <laughs> I can tell you that. And he wasn't eating... Lomaine or anything like that. The man the report- crab rangoon. Yeah, crab rangoons. <laughs> Those are so good. They are. Um, the man reportedly took bathroom breaks of between 47 minutes and six hours long. Chinese news media recently reported the bizarre case of an employee surnamed Wang who sued his employer for wrongful termination after being fired for spending too much time in the bathroom during work hours. After undergoing surgery for an anorectal issue, the man continued experiencing pain and discomfort, so he started spending three to six hours in the bathroom every day. Oh, that poor man. Yeah. Well, Wang's former employer claims that during a period of 10 days, he took a total of 22 bathroom breaks, which lasted between 47 minutes and six hours. Mm-hmm. Mm. Citing provisions. He should have stayed at home. Citing provisions in the staff handbook relating to tardiness, leaving work early, and authorized absences, the unnamed company terminated Wang's employment Mm -hmm. because of that sounds like he needs to stay home anyway well he did one better yet Hmm. he attempted to take them to court he went before the judge pleaded his case and then it took the judge all but five minutes to make his decision in favor of the employer and not mr wang wow yeah. Wow. But it sounds like Mr. Wang had a real sort of uh, medical issue, like a, a medical problem. Well, like you said, Bonnie, he, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Wang should have stayed home. Yeah. He should have stayed home and um, taking care of business at home, so to speak. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I have for you, do you remember back when you went for your driving test? To get your driver's license. Oh, the written, the written, not the test? written, the actual oh, driving of test. Of course, the yeah. driver's test. That's just test. like something you never forget. Did you have to parallel you know? park um, back in the day? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, that and you know I've always found that sort of hard, and okay. to this day I don't like okay. parallel parking. I remember many years ago when I bought my first vehicle that had some bells and whistles on it. And it allowed me to parallel park the car 
by itself. Bonnie, this was the coolest <laughs> thing. I pulled up next to a car mm-hmm. that was on the right of me. Yeah. And then I put it in reverse and then I pressed a button that activates the auto parallel park. Apparently there's some kind of sensors and cameras. Okay. And then in the screen it says, take foot off brake, put car in reverse. And I did that. And as the car was backing up slowly, I watched the steering wheel (laughs) turn all by itself to the right. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And then it brought it back and it perfectly parallel parked the car by itself. That's something that I need even though I wouldn't trust Ooh. it. Did you did you trust it? I mean, what if what if something malfunctioned? I mean, I had my foot <laughs> just touching the brake just in case there was a malfunction. But it was pretty darn interesting. But I have a list of the top 10 fun things to do during your driving test for the first time. Mm, okay. okay, the top 10 fun things to do mm-hmm. During your driving test. Number 10, acknowledge every instruction to the driving instructor with, quote, 10-4, rubber ducky. (laughs) So every time he gives you a command, you just say, 10-4, rubber ducky. (laughs) Okay. That might tend to get on his nerves, and Mm -hmm. then he might not pass you. Right. right? (laughs) Number nine, if you go to take a driving test, go do it in a hearse as your test vehicle. Oh, my goodness. And ask... The driving instructor, if the guy in the back is considered a passenger. (laughs) Right? Yep. (laughs) Uh, Number eight, keep asking the instructor if he notices that car that's following you. In other Mm. words, like you've got somebody following you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number seven, during your driving test... Pull out a Braille map just before starting the car up. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Number six, use your cell phone to report yourself as a suspicious driver (laughs) while the driving instructor is next to you. (laughs) It might take you to the loony bin. Number five, play punch bug with the DMV examiner. Don't know what punch bug is. Oh, punch buggy. Yeah, maybe it's punch buggy. Punch buggy, yeah. I bet. Okay. When you see what? Yes. See Num- a beetle or a yes. buggy. Number punch four, em. ask if they can make the test quick because you need to get your license plates back on the owner's car. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. cute. Number three, when the test examiner gets in, put on a blindfold and say, I'm such a good driver, I can do this. Without even looking. Why, I can even do this blindfolded. Yes, exactly. Number <laughs> See if he stays in the car with you. Yep. He'll probably run really far <laughs> and fast. Number two, as you drive, mumble commentary as if your car is driving the Indy 500. <laughs> like, quote, oh my gosh, they're heading into turn four too fast. <laughs> And the number one thing to do, the fun thing to do when you're taking your driving test Mm -hmm. is rate your instructor. 
Rate the instructor. Rate yeah. the instructor. You were mentioning uh, parallel parking, Evan. Yeah. I just I remember that commercial I saw recently with a Toyota Camry, mm-hmm. and he drives into a neighborhood where he wants to park on in front of businesses, and there's right. all kinds of bikers with, with their heavy-duty motorcycles out there, and mm-hmm. he takes the chance of... Uh, Parallel parking in between them because he's in that Toyota Camry. And he does it. He gets out of the car. He does it. He gets out of the car like this was easy. Easy as pie with the bikers looking at him. I got to tell you, you're talking about parallel parking. When I was in New York, Bonnie, I kid you not, the way they park on the streets in New York, I, I, I don't get it. There's this much room between the car in front of you and the car behind you. That's just like a Evan showing me like a, a little crack. Yeah, Not it's much room like what... two, three inches. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, <gasps> how the heck do they get these cars in and out of there? Yeah. Honestly. Oh, my goodness. And they're goodness. just lined up down the street. Mm-hmm. But, but parking is like, it's it's like at a prime. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they, they must get there and they... they file in and just uh, I I just don't get it. No thanks I couldn't drive in New York City if I got there, if I came in on a plane Uber. My cab driver right away. My cab driver was ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah I thought I was going to puke in the cab and I sat in the front (laughs) Wow my cab driver was like at the Indy 500 How fast did he go? We were in the city and he was just like in and out and (laughs) in and out of the traffic and getting us to you know, Union Square where we had to go to have lunch with my relatives. And Mm -hmm. I was like, this guy's nuts. (laughs) I'm like, man, I'm glad my life insurance is paid up. Wow. 7.51 is the time on the Get Up and Go Show. It's a blended show. G has the morning off. He'll be back with us tomorrow in our studios in Stewart, Florida. In the meantime, let's go to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The U.S. Coast Guard is continuing its search and rescue mission for a missing submersible craft operated by a company that takes tourists to sites of the Titanic's wreckage. According to the Coast Guard, the submersible carrying at least five people failed to return to the surface on time this past weekend after an eight-day voyage to the shipwreck, leading Coast Guard out of Boston along with Canadian authorities to conduct conduct a search. The company, Ocean Gate Expeditions, said in a statement it was exploring all options in their search and rescue efforts and that it was receiving assistance from several government agencies and other deep sea companies to try and reestablish contact with the vessel. A man died Monday morning after he crashed an SUV into an Indian River County Canal, according to the Florida Highway Patrol, the wreck occurring along County Road 512 at the intersection with State Road 60, about eight miles south of the Felsmere city limits. FHP said a 58-year-old man was driving a Kia Sorento south on County Road 512, approaching a T-intersection with State Road 60 at about 5.21 a.m., The man whose name has not been released was taken to HCA Florida Lawnwood Hospital in Fort Pierce, where he was pronounced dead at 627 a.m. An elderly Indian town woman who spends time helping others loses her home and belongings in a fire. Here's more from WPTV's Kate Hussey. This way here. At her vibrant green home. And green represents growth. Liz Nesson. If somebody is sick. 
they can call me and I'll come and stay with is them. Is known for opening up her door and her heart to hospice patients. If they're dying, I will stay with them until they die. But as she opens her home up to us. So this is how you get in. A home she built with her late husband, okay. one filled with so many memories. Another step. We soon see. Step over the door. Those vibrant okay. green walls. So this was where all the material was staying. Turned to a okay. lifeless, charred black. And this is what happened here. Come on. As she picks her way through the kitchen, she knows there's not many belongings left. Because it's not salvageable. It's how she found it June 7th, coming home after caring for a patient. Fire started here. This was a big island. Finding firefighters fighting those flames. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Okay? Absolutely heartbroken. With damages costing 60000 plus and her insurance expiring days earlier. It's like, kick me when I'm down. She worries her home, like the many irreplaceable things inside, could be as good as gone. All my memories are gone. I feel... Kind of like my life is gone. The one who's cared for so many, at the times they need it most, now needs someone to care for her too. Scared of where, where, where my future is, of the uncertainty. I'm praying. And perhaps that's why, as devastated as she is, she stays thankful. Because inside a house down the street, one neighbor has opened his home to her. It's just temporary, but it's a place to stay with a friend who cares, who will hold her hand just as she's held his. Yep, I need help, and she made her help available. She's my caregiver. And so, so now you're giving care back. Yeah. Yep, that he is. In Indian Town. That he is. Kate Hudson. He's very special. WPTV News Channel 5. It is 7.54. We'll take a look at traffic and weather for you next. For you next. At St. Lucie Battery and Tire, we're here to take care of all of your automotive service needs. Now we have doubled your warranty on all parts and service. We stand behind our work and it shows. Plus now our warranty is good nationwide. Go to slbt.com and schedule your appointment. We will get you in and out so you can get back to what's most important. St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Serving our customers' battery, tire, and service needs for nearly 50 years in the home of honest, reliable service. 7.55 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. Time for a look at traffic and weather together. Everything looking really good out on the highways. Florida Turnpike 95, no delays at all whatsoever. All your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Remember, if you see something... Say something, give us a call, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 74 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon. Then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours will get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. And a few of those thunderstorms could be severe. So we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 
my bills last week and um, I came across my electric bill and I guess it's that time of the year where my bills increased by almost double because we're heading into the summer months. So I decided to do something about it. I called Han Solar. They came over. They gave me a free energy audit. And they told me everything about solar and how it works and all the benefits of going solar. It turns out that the government gives you 30% tax credit. That basically means that the government is going to cover 30% of the cost. And not only that, I see an instant increase in property value. What a no-brainer. So do what I did. Call Han Solar right now. They're South Florida's number one solar company, 888-57-POWER. That's 888-57-POWER and start saving today. entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. If someone in my family was diagnosed with skin cancer, I wouldn't care how nice the building looked or what was being said on the radio. I'd look for the best treatment options with the highest cure rates, and I'd find qualified physicians who could provide those treatments. I'm Dr. Tim Ioannidis. At Treasure Coast Dermatology, our board-certified doctors have the training and the experience to care for you and your loved ones. Don't come to Treasure Coast Dermatology based on our image alone. Specializing in the treatment of skin cancer, board-certified dermatologists, Treasure Coast Dermatology. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie. How worried is former President Trump about his classified document indictment? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Based on the law, zero. Again, calling it a witch hunt, the former president tells Fox's Brett Baer in his first interview since pleading not guilty to 37 charges, including obstruction. We they were did ask for it. No. And they said, can you give the documents back? And we were talking. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them Which back. they've never done before. Right. And, and but why not just hand them over then? Because I had boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. And the former president was pressed on that. These are super sensitive national security oh, documents. I'm sure, I'm sure, right, so I'm sure you'll see real super sensitive that Biden has. This Biden has far more than anybody's ever kept. And he turned them over when asked. No, he didn't. Uh, president Biden is under his own special counsel investigation over past documents he had. The president's in California, day two of a three-day trip that includes re-election fundraisers. Climate change is, is a genuine, ex is the existential threat to humanity. So he announced $600 million in federal funding for coastal communities. The Coast Guard keeps searching and using sonar underwater. 
for a submersible perhaps two miles deep in the ocean that went missing on a tour of the Titanic shipwreck. When the sub was put to sea around 6 a.m. Sunday, about 435 miles off the coast of Newfoundland, it had about 96 hours of air. A Canadian research icebreaker was supporting the Titan and reportedly lost contact with it about an hour and 45 minutes after it submerged. Well, Fox's Tanya J. Powers, there are five people on board. The tour costs a quarter million dollars a person. Nine Egyptian men are in court today in Greece facing manslaughter charges related to human smuggling after last week's disaster off the Greece coast when a fishing boat overcrowded with migrants capsized and sank. 81 of them died. It's feared more than 500 are still missing. America's listening to Fox News. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics from Align, the probiotic brand recommended by gastroenterologists two times more than any other probiotic brand. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel at AlignProbiotics.com. When America's debt bubble bursts, it could destroy the value of your 401k or IRA. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why I recommend gold IRAs. And Birch Gold Group is the only gold IRA company I trust. Right now, you can get a free info kit on gold when you text the word SHELTER to 989898. That's SHELTER to 989898 to request your no-cost, no-obligation info kit today. Well, former President Trump deals with his indictment over classified documents. One of his fellow Republicans is dealing with impeachment. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and the case against him is getting very close to home. The Texas State House voted a few weeks ago to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton on charges of bribery, conspiracy, and more. Now his case is to be tried by the state Senate, where lawmakers will act as a jury. We're learning now that one of those lawmakers is State Senator Angela Paxton, the embattled AG's wife. She could have recused herself, but on Monday, Senator Paxton issued a statement saying Texas law compels each member of the Senate to attend when the Senate meets as a court of impeachment. As a member of the Senate, I hold these obligations sacred. The trial's expected sometime before August 28th. Jill Nato, Fox News. In California, a hearing starts today in an attempt to disbar conservative lawyer John Eastman for helping then-President Trump devise a strategy trying to overturn the 2020 election results. Eastman disputes every aspect of the allegations against him. A drug that's gotten popular for those trying to lose some weight is causing some trouble. Ozempic is being touted as a quick fix to shed unwanted pounds, but the medication that was originally used as a drug for diabetics is sparking a rash of visits to the ER. Many doctors taking to social media reporting an uptick of people suffering severe side effects, including kidney failure, gallstones, blurred vision, and pancreatitis. That's in contrast to the more common effects like diarrhea, nausea, and bloating. The drug's own label even warns of possible risk of thyroid cancer. Despite the uptick in side effects, the drug continues to fly off shelves as doctors monitor the drug's newest side effects. Sue Guzman, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling after a long holiday weekend. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. 
If you've been notified that you'll be losing your Medicaid benefits, we can help. A better solution insurance can get you insurance with Florida Blue at little or no cost to you. Again, the state of Florida is cutting Medicaid benefits, but you don't have to lose out. A better solution can get you insurance with Florida Blue at little or no cost to you. Call now. entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a brand new location that is now serving breakfast and lunch. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli, located at 3555 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. Ellie's Dockside Deli will be serving breakfast and lunch from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Enjoy many items from their breakfast and lunch menu before you head out on your boat for the day, or why not enjoy breakfast or lunch right outside at one of the tables by the water. With Ellie's Dockside Deli, they'll even cater your next event for you and your friends. This is Chef Mark Muller inviting you to enjoy breakfast and lunch at our newest location, Ellie's Dockside Deli. Plus, find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Dockside Deli, located at 3555 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. They are open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Call 772-291-2706. That's Ellie's Dockside Deli in the Waterside Sailfish Marina. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Don't you ever Google yourself? I do. I Google myself all the time. Well, you've got the whole world listening. What do you got to say? Well, I got a lot to say this morning. Your positivity is infectious. It should be. It should be infectious. Time now is 8.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you step up to Bonnie's microphone and give us the time? It's now 8.07 a.m. Uh, what is time is it again? It's now 8.07 a.m. just want to make sure and be doubly sure you're giving the correct time, Mr. Clock. Shut the door. Thank you. I wonder if, if that is the same sound at the Martin County Jail when they... Put a prisoner in their cell, Bonnie. You know that the door slamming, that metal door. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't of, want to be on the other side of that door. Though. Kind of sounds official. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it really does. Speaking of official, it's time for our official Tuesday morning check-in with the Martin County Sheriff's Office, and one of my favorite officials, besides the sheriff, is the Chief Deputy John Budenzik. He's on the line with us this morning. John, good morning to you. Good morning, Evan, and good morning, Bonnie. Good to have you in the studio this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Chief Deputy. Glad to speak with you once again. It's been a while, yes. And we look forward to your segment every week. We got a, we got a lot to talk about. 
And the first one, unfortunately, man, this just the, the, the tree trimming incident. Yes. So let me give you a little background. Uh, it's, we don't put it in the news because they, there's no crime attached to it. But we here in Martin County, for, in my opinion, lose an alarming number of tree trimmers uh, you know, throughout the course of years. So probably mm-hmm. one a year, which is too many for me. Right. Seems like a lot for us. Right. But unfortunately, Saturday morning, we had a, a tree trimmer down in Port Salerno trimming a, a large pine tree. And he was about 30 feet up and, and cut a one of those large branches the wrong way. And that branch came down on him while he was still in the tree and, and essentially... It uh, took his life the way that it struck him. And it it kind of goes, it dovetails, this conversation dovetails into a larger conversation of just tree safety. We're going into hurricane season. There's right. There's a name going up there. You know, this, like I said, we probably lose a tree trimmer here, and that's, that's significant because there's not any other industry that I can think of off the top of my head where I can say we lose an employee a year. To do the accident, yeah. So uh, while this that incident was alarming, you know, it's alarming for us. It's difficult for us. We have to have, uh, you know, we then have to investigate the accident. We have to uh, document a crime scene that's in a tree. We have to take the deceit, the scene out of the tree, and you know, it's a complicated process that fire rescue actually helped us with, but. Uh, I just kind of want to go over a few things to be aware of as, again, we, uh, we, we think of, you know, guys like me, I enjoy working outside, so I try to trim my own trees. Right. But there's just a lot of things. If I didn't have this job and see these freak accidents that I just wouldn't think of, you know, we all know not to touch power lines. We don't do it. But uh, the, other than this death we just had a few months ago, we had a death of a tree trimmer who was trimming uh, limbs that were near a power line. And the limbs happened to be wet, and he trimmed one of them was still punching it. The limb struck a power line, and it killed him. So, you know, anytime you're around a power line, you have to be extremely careful. I would suggest hiring a company. If you're going to trim trees around, if you're going to have trees trimmed around a power line, hire a company that has an insulated bucket kind of like you see these FNL contractors ask one and I forget the other names that trim along the power line right aways. Right. You know, those guys, those guys can afford to make a mistake every once in a while because they have insulated buckets. You know, it's not instant punishment for them. Right. But for these guys that are spiking trees and using a ladder to get up in these trees, there's no leeway. If you hit one of those high powered lines, it's just, unfortunately it seems to be, Pretty much lights out. John, let me ask you a question. The tree trimmer that lost his life, you mentioned that he was actually in the tree when he was, he was trimming the tree? He was still in the tree. He was about 30 feet up, and the branch came down and pinned him <clears throat> between the branch that fell and the tree that was still there. So, My question yeah. is, why wasn't he in a like a bucket truck? type of device instead of climbing up into a tree 30 feet in the air and trimming while he's in the tree. That just, I, I don't understand that. 
Well, again, it's a tough occupation. You know, these uh, most most of the the uh, tree trimming businesses they they know what they're doing, right? But fence with this one was he was not a a regular. Uh, you know, one of the bigger companies. He didn't have the equipment that the bigger companies would have, and uh, therefore he didn't take the same precautions. Ladders, which which he had. Ladders is a whole other issue for us. Right, you know, right. Between heights and falling off the ladder, you know, we have injuries in that regard, but we also have had several people, unfortunately, again, individuals that were carrying these aluminum ladders in the upright position and walked in the power lines, and, and that was it. And uh, it's just been, over the years, it does seem like just a recurring issue that we have of people um, losing their lives, trimming their trees. Another thing, if if you really think about it, at least at my house, a lot of people have their trees at the edge of their properties on, you know, just kind of make a nice barrier between your property and your neighbors. Well, that's really where a lot of the power lines, at least the overhead power lines, come through in the property. So. You know, we're planting trees in the middle where the power lines are already situated. It's something so it gets it gets like hot enough in the afternoon and everything, and you know I'm sure it's kind of like that job that so very hard task where you just really are thinking of getting the job done, and um, sometimes when it comes to the safety, they might not be even thinking that sort of thing or what you just mentioned, Mister Budenseek, that that what could eventually happen. That's that's absolutely right, uh, Bonnie. In fact, if you're going to if you're going to do a project, sit back, take the time, and like assess it, look at it. We uh, we lost actually we didn't lose this one, but uh, we had a tree trimmer that had significant injuries from electrocution uh, not too long ago because yeah. there was a power line that a tree had kind of grown around, just didn't know it was there, wasn't paying attention, hadn't really sat back and looked at. Hey, this there's a line going from side to side in this tree, and then uh-huh. while he was trimming, he hit that line. So you just sit back, take it all in. If the job's too big for you, and I'm preaching myself now, hire somebody else to do it. But yeah, but certainly have the proper equipment if you're going to do a job like that. Um, John recently um, hashtag wrong exit was in full effect, and boy. Is you know, let's just say all roads eventually will lead back to Martin County, depending on where you're going, and you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That is true. Uh, so these these national trends of individuals walking in and and going to these bigger stores. Some of them aren't even bigger stores: Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, Target, filling up shopping carts or bags and just walking out. We suffer from those trends. The difference between us and other places is that we catch these people, and then our state attorney's office here is is vigorous in pursuing these people. So they don't just get a slap on the wrist when they walk out the door with, in this case, this guy had $10,000 worth of merchandise that he stole. I'm looking at a picture of all this merch, everything from Rogaine to Shaver's. To oil of Olay, to <laughs> cologne, to wow! I mean, even <laughs> John, he even had the Walgreens little portable basket that he they put it all in. They, they, well, they're used to other, they're used to other jurisdictions where they can pull that that stunt and get away with it, but yeah. they're not doing it here. 
And, uh, you know, this one, same thing, hit several stores. Our guys got on them. Because it wasn't a violent uh, fleeing felon, we couldn't just run the wheels off his car. But we had another trick for him. We had a helicopter that just followed him until we were able to, to hem this guy up where he couldn't get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we made the arrest. But he's not the first one. We've been getting them. The Marine industry's been hit, like West Marine. Right. Come in and steal high-dollar speakers. They know what they're looking for. And, you know, it does turn into two things for us. It costs us more money when we go to the store shop. And then it's inconvenient. When you walk into Walgreens and CVS now, knuckleheads like the guy you're looking at are the reason why you can't buy razors and you can't buy, you know, things we used to just be able to walk in and take off the shelf. You have to go get an attendant or you got to turn the little click right. to open it up. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we are being punished for the misdeeds of these under individuals. So we take it serious. We know if we let them get away with it, only more will come. So the message is don't come here. We're not going to allow that here. And, and you know, you chased him into St. Lucie County, and he thought it'd be slick, I guess, and go down a road, which eventually a lot of those roads, if you're unfamiliar with them, they're going to lead you right back into Martin County. They are, and, and a lot of these are from down south anyway, so we kind of know where they're eventually going to head back to. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we have to be smarter again, because these aren't violent crimes, but we have to be smarter than they are knowing what their play likely is. Yeah, this guy was uh, from the Hialeah area, so he thought he'd be slick and come up here and try to steal a bunch of stuff. But uh, he wound up getting, uh, as we like to call it, three square meals a day and a bed to sleep in for quite a while. And uh, free attention on social media. So yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's just one. I mean, he's an example of, our, our guys and gals out there doing good work, taking these things serious. It's not just little fast one-offs that are happening at Walgreens and CVS. You know, this is major money we're talking about here. $10,000 is no nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that uh, they stole. Our very special guest every single Tuesday, Chief Deputy John Budenseek, uh is on the program. We usually uh, have him on, and if he's not here, we'll have another representative from the Sheriff's Office. Uh, John, you're going to enjoy a little bit of R&R for a couple of weeks with the family. Well-deserved, and we will speak to you uh, when you get back in a few weeks, and I'm sure we'll have somebody uh, from the sheriff's office on in your place pinch-hitting for you. Yes, you absolutely will, and I look forward to uh, talking to you in about two weeks. Yep, maybe I can maybe I can see you in studio when you get back uh, in two or three weeks. We'll talk about that, Evan. We'll we will. We'll definitely will. All right, John. Listen, have a great have day. A regards to the family. Yeah, see you, Bonnie. Have a good one. Have a nice All day. Right, bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,954.20 an ounce. Silver opening up $23.78 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Hi, this is Hawk Levy from St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. I want to tell you all thank you for voting us number one again. Best jewelry and coin dealer, best gold and silver buyer, and best jewelry store. Import St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, and Vero Beach. 
Year after year, you voted us number one. Have you been wondering what your valuables are worth? Bring them in. We'll tell you. And we'll pay you top dollar. Why sell to us? Because we buy your jewelry as jewelry, not scrap. And we resell everything on our international auction platform and in our local stores. The demand has never been higher for fine jewelry, signed jewelry pieces, coins, coin collections, paper money, Rolex and all luxury watches, and even designer purses. Free confidential appraisals and house calls available. We've moved across the parking lot, but still on US 1 and Walton Road, in Publix Plaza. Google us and then come see us last. 821 is your time on the Get Up and Go show. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie's standing by with the stories. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The National Hurricane Center said Monday afternoon that Tropical Storm Brett has formed over the central Atlantic Ocean with 40-mile-per-hour sustained winds. In its 5 a.m. advisory Tuesday, the NHC said the storm was moving west at about 17 miles per hour and is expected to continue in this direction for the next several days. On the forecast track, the system should strengthen into a hurricane on Thursday or Friday and move across the Lesser Antilles late this week. The NHC said everyone in the Lesser Antilles, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands should closely monitor updates to the forecast for Brett and have their hurricane plan in place. The U.S. Coast Guard is continuing its search and rescue mission for a missing submersible craft operated by a company that takes tourists to sites of the Titanic's wreckage. According to the Coast Guard, the submersible carrying at least five people failed to return to the surface on time this past weekend after an eight-day voyage to the shipwreck, leading Coast Guard out of Boston along with Canadian authorities to conduct a search. The company, Ocean Gate Expedition, said in a statement it was exploring all options in their search and rescue efforts and that it was receiving assistance from several government agencies and other deep-sea companies to try and reestablish contact with the vessel. A Treasure Coast member no longer is on the Water Management Governing Board. Jackie Thurlow Lipich's term on the South Florida Water Management District ended Monday. Here's WPTV's John Shaman with the story. Algae-laden water from Lake Okeechobee laps up against the Port Mayaka Lock and Dam in Martin County. A few years ago, this water would likely have already made its way towards the St. Lucie River. It was like, open the gates and let it go. Jackie Thurlow Lippish has spent the past four years on the governing board of the South Florida Water Management District and credits improved relations with the Army Corps of Engineers. They don't dump unless they, they, they feel like there's no alternative. These things are new. Thurlow Lippish, a former mayor of Sewell's Point, will now have to advocate once again as a private citizen. I want to be on the governing board. I'm good at it. Um, I'm dedicated. I, I love it. Her reappointment to the board by Governor Ron DeSantis was not confirmed by the state Senate, and her term ends now. It's extremely frustrating to me. We reached out to the office of Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo to ask why. A spokeswoman told us Thurlow Lippish's comments during a February 2022 governing board meeting played a role. Oh well, we're God, you're not. We're in Tallahassee. Thurlow Lippish was objecting to a Senate bill championed by then-Senate President Wilton Simpson that critics contended would have undermined years of Everglades restoration progress. 
The current Senate president spokeswoman added to state at a public meeting that legislators who were elected to represent their constituents think they are God was inappropriate and disrespectful in the view of President Pasadomo. I learned what I had said that um, was not appreciated, and I apologize for that. That bill passed the 2022 legislature but was vetoed by the governor. For Thurla Lippish, she would love to serve in her old position again, but if not her, someone else who can advocate for the St. Lucie estuary. We are the primary outlet, historically, for Lake Okeechobee. We are the smallest little river that is getting the worst amount of problems. John Shaman, WPTV. News Channel 5. After Bud Light dropped from being the number one beer in America earlier this month, Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth responded to falling sales. In a statement, Whitworth said Anheuser-Busch is investing to protect the jobs of its frontline employees impacted by the falling sales. The company also said it would provide financial assistance to its independent wholesalers to help them support their employees. To all our valued consumers, we hear you. Our summer advertising launches next week, and you can look forward to Bud Light reinforcing what you've always loved about our brand, that it's easy to drink and easy to enjoy, he added. 825 is our news time, and we'll take a look at traffic, also weather for you next. Professionals at Mark Breckville's Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- 826 is your time now on the Get Up and Go show. Time for a look at traffic and weather together. Nothing to report out there once again. Everything looking good. All your side streets are looking good here on the Treasure Coast. Remember, if you see something, say something, do give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 75 degrees under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon. Then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours will get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. And a few of those thunderstorms could be severe. So we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. air conditioning when your AC breaks down. One, we always answer our phones 24-7, 365. Two, we offer service in hours, not days. Three, our Seacoast family has been reliably serving the Treasure Coast for over 40 years. Four, we show up on time. 
and five, we fixed the problem right the first time. These are only five of the many reasons to call Seacoast AC. Let our family serve yours. Comfort prices don't roast. Call Seacoast. What is your quality of life? The Own Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. Hi, this is Tamara from Crown Car Care. Get help and advice from our expert master mechanic and owner, Todd Harris, by listening to Crown Car Care Talk on WSTU. Call us at 772-781-8000 or visit us online at crowncarcare.net. Join the program every Wednesday evening at 5 p.m. or stop by Crown Car Care, 4175 Southwest Martin Highway, Palm City. At St. Lucie Battery and Tire, we're here to take care of all of your automotive service needs. Now we have doubled your warranty on all parts and service. We stand behind our work and it shows. Plus now our warranty is good nationwide. Go to slbt.com and schedule your appointment. We will get you in and out so you can get back to what's most important. St. Lucie Battery and Tire, serving our customers battery, tire, and service needs for nearly 50 years in the home of honest, reliable service. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. Eight thirty. Is the official time? It's now eight thirty a.m. I can't remember when the last time was that we actually were on time, and it was eight thirty that Randy Siegel came on. <laughs> That's how long it's been. <laughs> we're always like eight thirty-three, eight thirty-four, eight twenty-nine, but it's eight thirty, and it's time for the award-winning space report with the Capitan. Good morning, Capitan. Good morning, Admiral. Nice to be on time. Yes, for a change. Yeah, plus because you're Mr. Clock. That's right. Everybody oh. loves Mr. Clock. In yeah, fact, hold on, I'll, I'll get a perfect time for you right now. It's now 8.31 a.m. 8.31 a.m. Gotta love it. Yes. Gotta love it. Well, it was 1985 that NASA announced the Great Cola Wars was going to take place on a space shuttle flight mission number 51F. This was where Pepsi and Coke were both going to be tested in space by NASA to see whether or not the astronauts could use it as beverages on board the station and on board the shuttle. Well, guess what? Didn't work. Eventually, they did have that flight, and the astronauts were not very happy with the results. They just didn't care for the beverage that they got out, The bubbles caused a little bit of tummy troubles, and carbonation was not the best thing for astronauts. So that was the end of that project. 
1996, NASA launched a space shuttle mission 78, which was a dedicated mission to life sciences on board with the space lab. And once again, another highly successful mission. That flight included Jacques-Jean Favre from the European Space Agency and Robert Thirsk from the Canadian Space Agency. So they had some visitors going up with them on that vehicle. Well, if you live around Cape Canaveral or in the Cape area, or even here along the Treasure Coast, you may want to look up in the morning at 329. That's when a Delta IV Heavy is scheduled to launch. It's the next-to-last Delta IV rocket that will fly, and it's a big bird. It has two strap-on boosters with it. And with a little bit of luck, you'll be able to see that because after the Delta IV is retired, they'll move on to the next generation of the Vulcan Centaur rocket that's going to be replacing the Delta II and Delta IV as well as, hopefully, the Atlas rocket. So, again, that launch is scheduled for 7.31, and I'd kind of look for it, kind of neat. Well, we had a flyby that took place. Yep, the European Space Agency's BP Colombo spacecraft, headed to Mercury, had a flyby of Earth. That flyby took it at a distance of only 147 miles above our atmosphere. That occurred at 3.34 p.m. yesterday. The whole idea of having it come close is that they want to place that spacecraft in orbit around Mercury, and they have to knock out some of the energy. They have to slow it down so that it will be in a position to orbit Mercury. And the way they do that is by coming past Earth, as well as other planets, in order to slow them down, because the sun is pulling them in so quickly. So if you just let the sun do what it does normally, the spacecrafts don't have a chance at getting to the inner planets. You've got to remember, Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. And you got to slow it down to do its thing. China did its thing again this morning. China launched another vehicle into space. Their 477th launch of the Long March rocket placed a new satellite into orbit for Earth observation technology experiments. The Cheyenne 25 lifted off from China, and made another successful mission. Brazil wants to get back into the space race. Brazil had launched satellites from its Alcantara Space Center, and now they say they're ready to get back to doing it again. So Brazil is ready to join the vast growing number of nations getting involved in space. The Indonesian satellite, Satrian-1, has deployed its solar arrays 
as it gets ready to make a trip into geostationary orbit. The vehicle has been flying in space, but now has opened up its solar panels, giving it enough energy to go out into the Lagrange point, where it will stay over one location for a long time, and beam back a lot of scientific experiments. Terran Orbital has hired Virgin Galactic Executive Tony Dingus as the COO. He comes over to Terran Orbital after Virgin Orbit's bankruptcy. So they keep bolstering other companies with people leaving other ones. China has been attracting moon-based partners, and they are outlining what they're going to do on the moon. China has already gotten Russia, Pakistan, the United Arab Emirates, and the Asian Pacific Space Cooperative Organization, APSCO, to sign agreements with the company. They also expect others to join as they propose a lunar base in the not-too-distant future. China is also preparing a launch vehicle very similar to the Falcon 9, where they will launch vertically and then land vertically. So China says that we can do it, and I would not say or vote against them being able to do so. China also wants to explore other worlds like Mars and Venus, and they expect to do so. Space development agencies, early morning satellite, has sent back the first images after reaching orbit. The vehicle was launched on April 2nd into low Earth orbit with a Falcon 9 rocket. And for the first time, it has sent back significant photographs. The two tracking satellites were part of the first Trench Zero launch, which also included eight data transport satellites made by York Space Systems. So we're finding that more smaller satellites can be launched in clusters with all different types of research on board and return good data. Russia and Tajikistan have signed an agreement on cooperation in the field of astronautics. Again, Russia is bringing in more people into their orbit if they can. Russia has had a new cadre of astronauts approved for spaceflight. They started training with five, and now they're down to four, as one of them has been medically disqualified. The candidates are Hurton Kivai, Alexander Kolyabin, and Sergei Treshnikov, they made the cut. The astronaut that did not make the cut was Sergei Ertanov. He was disqualified for medical reasons.
China's ambitions in space could cripple Nebraska farms, according to Senator Pete Ricketts of Nebraska. He's sounding an alarm that China could disrupt computer uh, workings and thus create big problems for Nebraska. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow, along with hopefully a good launch. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everyone. That's Captain Randy Siegel with the award-winning Space Report, and he'll be back with us tomorrow morning right here for the Wednesday morning edition of the Space Report. Make sure and tune in. All right, got to tell you about uh, one of my favorite places and one of Bonnie's favorite places. Ellie's Downtown Deli has this second location. It's not even new anymore because they've been open for a while. But it's called the Dockside Deli, Bonnie. Ellie's Dockside Deli. You've heard all about it. Yes, and I think it's a perfect morning for Mm. us to go there and enjoy. They're not open, though. They're only open Wednesday through Sunday. Tomorrow they'll be open. We'll go tomorrow morning. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Their address is 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard. They're now serving breakfast and lunch, and they're open 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. It's in the Sailfish Marina right next to Sandsbrook Park. What I'd like to do for you, before I go any further, is if you're listening this morning, I've got a $20 gift certificate to give to you. Whether you're listening to us on WPSL or WSTU, just be the first person to call me at 220-9788, and I will give you a $20 gift certificate to enjoy Ellie's Downtown Deli. They're in the Sailfish Marina, right next to Sandsford Park. They're number 772-291-2706. Come by boat, come by car. Come any way you can get there. You can jog there, however you want to get there. But Bonnie, read up some of those delectable delicacies off their breakfast menu, if yeah, you would. You know what, Evan? I'm kind of interested in um, you know trying some sweet French toast sticks mm. over at Ellie's Deli, and mm. um, oh, they have breakfast burritos. Mm-hmm. We already know about their fresh jumbo wraps. Oh yeah, and you know they make them amazing. So yeah. a breakfast burrito. Burrito packed mm-hmm. with your favorite delicious delectables. Oh, yeah. And or maybe want to try a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Mm, there's or- so many things on that menu. Yeah. Way too many things to to, to name off. But uh, make sure and go check them out. 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Sailfish Marina. Tell Chef Mark that we sent you. And we have a caller calling for their gift certificate. Good morning. You're on the radio. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. How are you? Doing great. What's your name? Mark. Mark? What's your last name, Mark? Mark White. Mark White. That's a pretty all-American simple name. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Where are you calling from, uh, Mark? Fort St. Lucie. All right. Are you listening to us on PSL or STU? Uh, WPSL. Beautiful. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send this gift certificate with Bonnie. She'll have it at the WPSL studios for you next week. And you can come up to the offices off of uh, Metzger Road and pick up the gift certificate. It'll can be I there. pick it up in the one in Stewart? Oh, I'm yeah. You want to come here and pick it up? That's fine. Sure. Yeah. Do you know where we're located here in uh, Stewart? Um, no, not exactly, but All I'm right. closer to Stewart. All right, Mark, I'm going to put you on hold. Stay on the line. 
We're going to commercial break, and I'll pick up the phone here in just a minute, and I'll give you the address and get your information, all right? Great. Thank you all so right. much. Hold on. There you go, Bonnie. Another satisfied yeah. customer. Enjoy that Ellie's Deli, Mark. Yeah, definitely so. We'll take a short pause, and when we come back, we'll uh, get to some news. Don't go anywhere. Some news. Don't go anywhere. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. In sports, good teamwork is a big part of a winning result. Hi, I'm injury attorney Josh Heller of Hoskins, Turco, Lloyd & Lloyd. I grew up in Port St. Lucie, graduated from Port St. Lucie High School, and went to Indian River State College. I came back home and joined the Hoskins team, which has been fighting and winning cases for the injured for over 40 years. If an injury has taken you out of the game, call me, Josh Heller, at 464-4600, and let's talk about how we can get you back into the game. With offices in Port St. Lucie. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show. Bonnie's got the final newscast this morning. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie? Thank you, Evan. A coalition of progressive groups is cruising across Florida this week protesting bills approved during this year's legislative session and urging frustrated voters to turn out in 2024. The Florida NAACP and five other groups launched the Stay Woke Florida tour Monday morning. The five-day, 15-city rolling protest is a response to new laws approved during the 2023 lawmaking assembly that wrapped up in May. The National Hurricane Center said Monday afternoon that Tropical Storm Brett has formed over the central Atlantic Ocean with 40-mile-per-hour sustained winds. In its 5 a.m. advisory this morning, the NHC said the storm was moving west at about 17 miles per hour and is expected to continue in this direction for the next several days. On the forecast track, the system should strengthen into a hurricane on Thursday or Friday and move across the Lesser Antilles late this week. The NHC said everyone in the Lesser Antilles, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands should closely monitor updates to the forecast for Brett and have their hurricane plan in place. An elderly Indian town woman who spends time helping others loses her home and belongings in a fire. 
We hear from WPTV's Kate Hussey. This way here. At her vibrant green home. And green represents growth. Liz Nesson. If somebody is sick, they can call me and I'll come and stay with is them. Is known for opening up her door and her heart to hospice patients. If they're dying, I will stay with them until they die. But as she opens her home up to us. So this is how you get in. A home she built with her late husband, okay. one filled with so many memories. Another step. We soon see. Step over the door. Those vibrant okay. green walls. So this was where all the material was staying. Turned to a okay. lifeless, charred black. And this is what happened here. Come on. As she picks her way through the kitchen, she knows there's not many belongings left. Because it's not salvageable. It's how she found it June 7th, coming home after caring for a patient. Fire started here. This was a big island. Finding firefighters fighting those flames. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Okay? Absolutely heartbroken. With damages costing 60000 plus and her insurance expiring days earlier. It's like, kick me when I'm down. She worries her home, like the many irreplaceable things inside, could be as good as gone. All my memories are gone. I feel kind of like my life is gone. The one who's cared for so many at the times they need it most now needs someone to care for her too. Scared of where, where, where my future is, of the uncertainty. I'm praying. And perhaps that's why, as devastated as she is, she stays thankful because inside a house down the street, one neighbor has opened his home to her. It's just temporary, but it's a place to stay with a friend who cares, who will hold her hand just as she's held his. Yep, I need help, and she made her help available. She's my caregiver. And so, so now you're giving care back. Yeah. Yep, that he is. In Indian Town. That he is. Kate Hudson. He's very special. WPTV News Channel 5. It is 8.50 right now. We'll take a look at traffic and weather together for you next. Time for a peek at traffic right now as we look at the traffic cameras one final time this morning. And uh, one incident to report almost got away with a perfect morning. Uh, looks like it's the Florida Turnpike northbound exit uh, mile marker 152. There's a vehicle crash with injuries. Do use caution in that area. Further south down in Palm Beach County, Florida Turnpike southbound mile marker 94. You got a vehicle crash down yonder ways as well along with another vehicle crash mile marker 93 as well also i-95 southbound lake worth area got an accident down at hypoluxo road so looks like palm beach county's a mess down there so be careful all your side streets are on the treasure coast accident free remember if you see something say something give us a call 220-9788-220-wstu 77 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies. Let's take a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Waking up to warm and muggy conditions on this Tuesday. Temperatures are in the mid-70s throughout the early hours. As we get closer to the early afternoon, temperatures will start to heat up to about 90. Today's high, though, is 93 degrees with feels-like temperatures in the triple digits. Also partly sunny through the first half of the afternoon, then the second half of the afternoon and evening hours. We'll get those thunderstorms rolling through from west to east once again. 
and a few of those thunderstorms could be severe. So we got to watch out for that. Overnight, a few leftover thunderstorms, if not partly cloudy and muggy. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. 8.52 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show. And uh, Bonnie, today... Today is National Ice Cream Soda Day, and boy, does that sound good with temperatures getting up in the 90s, 95 degrees. A nice ice cream soda can really cool us off. What do you have for us on National Ice Cream Soda Day? Well, Evan, that it is celebrated uh, every year on June 20, like you mentioned, perfect day Mm -hmm. in the summertime Mm. to uh, enjoy that. Americans all over the country enjoy their favorite dessert by trying out various flavors and making it in different styles. With more than a century of history, there's so much to learn about ice cream sodas, right from how they were invented to the different methods of preparing and consuming them in different states and cities Mm. of the U.S. It looks like it started in uh, Philadelphia. Mm. It's believed that Robert... Gee, like that one. Yeah, I know. Robert Green trying to prepare chilled soda Mm -hmm. at a Philadelphia fair, but he had run out of ice shavings. He came up with the idea of adding ice cream to the soda to cool it. Thus, the ice cream soda was born. Wow. Now, uh, Bonnie, I wanted to touch on something we talked about in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, just to reiterate this again about my experience that happened to me yesterday when I went to lunch, if that's okay with oh, you. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I went to an establishment <laughs> to have lunch yeah. yesterday. Okay, I'm not going to mention the type of establishment or the name of the establishment. One you'd okay. like to go to. I'd like to while. go to it, and I'm still going to go there. Okay, because mm-hmm. the food is fantastic. The service is top-notch. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. Great customer service. Very personable. But it's what I saw what was in the establishment as customers. Mm-hmm. Customers. Okay. The first customer I saw was a lady that came in in a hoodie, okay, and a pair of panties on. That was it. And, nothing more, nothing less. And what time of the day was this that? This was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I went into said establishment, yeah. and all she had on was a hoodie, a long sleeve hoodie, and a pair of panties. Now, I thought to myself twice, could this be a bathing suit bottom? And after That's further, what I would be thinking right away. After further investigation, and she walked right by my table as I was eating my food, I almost slipped and said what kind of food I was eating, I could see that those were panties. They were not bathing suit bottoms. Well, it's getting so hot, you know. Maybe she wanted to stay cool. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about that one. But, But this one takes the cake. Now, you know um, people that have children and newborn babies, they breastfeed their babies. Okay, now me... I am a huge supporter of if a child is hungry and you need to breastfeed your baby, that's perfectly fine. Breastfeeding in public mm. by me personally is okay. I have, you know, some people have different feelings on that, which is fine. Yeah. Okay, but I'm I'm all for it. Some women, they put a little schmata or a... Uh, uh, a little towel over just to cover, you know, so it's oh, a little yeah. bit more private. Yeah, yeah. Some don't they just don't they don't care it doesn't bother them that their breast is out and they're breastfeeding their child well yesterday in this restaurant establishment that i was in 
boy, we got what's called, I guess, a double header. <laughs> because not only was oh one my. breast out, but both breasts oh were out. She had a bathing suit top on. She was standing at the counter ordering her food, holding her toddler's hand oh. in one hand with both breasts out exposed, <laughs> alternating. Right at the counter. Right at the counter, alternating the left breast and the right breast, all while cupping yeah. the baby's head and body in the left arm while she's holding the other child's hand in the right hand. So, I mean, pictures, she's going like this, like this, like this, back and forth, left to right and left to right, all while she's ordering, I'll have this and I'll have that, all while she's ordering the food at the same time. How awkward for the young kids working behind the counter. The facial expression on the young man yeah. taking her order, I, I can't even put it into words. Because he couldn't have been a day over 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And oh. to, to, I, I don't know if he got mentally scarred from this or not. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but just the fact that, I mean, I, I give the lady credit. She's holding the toddler with the right hand, and she's with the left arm, she's manipulating yeah. back and forth and back and forth to the left, the right, the left, the right. <laughs> and she's ordering food all at the same time. And then after she orders her food, she takes her beverage cup and goes over to the beverage machine wow. and gets a soda <laughs> while she's, she's – Bonnie. She was a multitasker. She was a multitasker. <laughs> that just that – just, and all the time I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm eating my lunch like nothing, you know, is going on. And yeah. I'm trying not to, you know, make – and there wasn't that many people in the restaurant – or anything like that, but it was just—it just blew me away that she she could just go left to right and left to <laughs> was right. Was anybody like it was taking notice at the baby? Like, oh, how cute! Ooh, 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 <sighs> there were some older folks in the restaurant, <laughs> and there were some were younger they folks. Doing? <laughs> they were staring. They were gawking. Oh. And I'm like, I almost wanted to say, you know, to to the older folks, I'm like, don't stare at this lady. She's nourishing her child. You know, I mean, she's feeding her child. Let her have her, you know, don't make her feel awkward, for gosh sakes. Mm. So that was my uh, <laughs> that was my big excitement for yesterday. And you will go back and eat there I will soon? Go, I will go back there and eat again. And I your, have no problem. your appetite wasn't ruined? Appetite was not ruined because <laughs> I'm, like I told you, how I feel about that. Yeah. But just the fact that she was able to do that. Um, yeah. Back and forth, just oh, really. I would be like, me. "Oh my gosh, you, now, you, you don't see that every no. day." And I know Cliff is probably <laughs> listening in the studio back in Fort Pierce, yeah. and he's probably like just shaking his head <laughs> right now. It's like there's just no way he can hardly do the swap shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Hey, folks, that's a wrap for us today on the uh, Tuesday morning edition. We'll be back tomorrow morning. G will be back in the saddle with us here in Stewart, Florida. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. And as always, we say chow mein. Honduras. And Arriva Dirty. Folks, make it a great day. Be safe out there. And yes, be, we do. Yes, and uh, be nice to everybody out there. That's for darn sure. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. Mm-hmm.